exactly every one of the top 40 records being played on every radio station in the United States is a communication to the children to take a trip, to cop out, to groove. The psychedelic checkers on the record albums have their own This is a special question. We don't want you to smoke genetically modified ganja. We want you to smoke the real thing. We want you to smoke the natural herb. Some call it marijuana. Some call it sensimedia. Some call it lamb's bread. And some people call it ganja. Welcome to another edition of the Adam Dunn Show. I am your host, Adam Dunn. And I am back in the studio with MTI. A little bit late. But we didn't have internet as of like three minutes ago. I don't know what was going on. Yeah, <clears throat> we were in a, we were in a, in a dark zone. So we had internet, and we didn't have internet, and we had internet, we didn't have internet. Lucky for you, we have internet. Otherwise, we were about to do it off my phone, but now it would have been a shit show, as you can imagine. But never on this show. You know, this show has never fallen to shit show status. Right. At least not for the first three minutes, usually. But after that, it's all... Yeah, we figure it out. I did, and, and funny enough, I did want... Um, part of the reason I think that the internet went out was because as I pulled in today, I was like, you know, I never... I, I hardly ever shout out Veedverks. I need to shout out Veedverks more often because uh-huh. they've given us such a good studio to work out of. We actually have probably a thousand times better production value than we had before. I think, totally. Yeah. I mean, before we had zero. And so anything above zero is usually is, is a bonus, right? Absolutely. So you could you could judge it that way. But no, we have a green screen capability, obviously, now that you see I'm in, in a little tiny little, I'm like up in the middle. It looks like I just did a bunch of DMT and I'm in the fucking black hole or something. Ah, I'm lost. But in general, uh, yeah, we have a green screen capability. We have normally really good internet. Everything's usually working out good. Today, though, of course, like Murphy's Law, as I'm about to come in here and go, Veedverks, Veedverks. But either way, Veedverks, thank you for letting us be here at the Veedverks studio and uh, bring bring together. The cool part is, is that wherever I am in the world, if MTI is here, we can make a good show. We can, we yep. can make it happen. So uh, once again, thanks for that. We have Cheesecake Lady coming on the show. A little bit later, um, she's unfortunately not able to come to the studio. She's out on the road, and uh, I was originally going to have her last week in the studio, but then we had other things going on, and you know how it goes. So uh, we're going to have a chat. We're going to actually rework. Uh, we're going to be reworking the giveaways because uh, nice Illuminar realized that a light a week is is is. is a, it's it isn't even the light is is the shipping is a fucking dr- drama. It's like oh my god, I get lights. We got winners in Scotland. We got winners over here, over there. So what they want to do? Concentrate on a monthly giveaway, but not to give away the giveaway. We don't want to. We don't want to dump. We're not going to like not do that. Uh, we're going to. I've called all my sponsors. They're all down. So we're going to end up uh, weekly, and I think we're going to start next week with my new millennium because. I'm going to keep it right in the order that we actually do the show because you know oh, me, cool. I can't go out of the no, order. If I go no. out of order, it's like, right. forget about it. I can't even figure it out. So next week, we're going to finally have uh, Jaron back on the show and we're going to talk about New Millennium and we're going to talk about a whole bunch of stuff. We'll try to keep it not just like generically about the product, but we will be giving away the product. And so they'll be the first week. I talked to D Money. He's going to come in the week after. Um, 
because he has to be in the studio. We haven't even had Incredibles. We haven't had him in for a while. And uh, I want to have, uh, so we start with his giveaway, well, Incredibles giveaway. And then the week after that, we will have uh, our buddies over at Builder. So I see I'm giving away my, now I'm showing that I actually know the order. This is what I'm doing, I guess. But uh, I talked to Jeremy today. He's totally down. So everybody's down. And that makes more sense because then we just change it up each week. And if you want that light giveaway, you just have to make sure you listen to the show on the fifth week, if there is five weeks in a month, or the first week of the next month. Because it's going to, it's just going to start and we're not going to be able to stop it. So I'm not going to go by first, second, third, fourth as much as right in the order that they are. So today, though, I think we are still giving away Illuminar Light because we're, it's the last, this is it. It's the last Friday of the month. So we're going to start that way. Um, hopefully everybody who uh, wrote in is watching the show and is going to be able to remember the, the word. It's now, now it's not word of the week. It's word of the month. Word of the month. Word of the month. It's once a month, bro. It's like getting your period every month. Yeah, man. You got to listen to the word of the month. But now everybody's going to – now we have to figure out the format of everybody's thing because we don't have to do word of the week. We can change it up. We can yeah. make – I did like the show's – Back in the day when, when Mitch made everybody do their favorite animal noises, those were always good. Stuff like that works, but we can get weirder. We can uh, even yeah. go weirder than that. We'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's see. What, what's what going on in the world? I guess Illinois has now joined the 11th, it's now the 11th state, right? Yes. So we are well on our way to uh, taking – basically, it's just going to go in fast motion now. Every state's going to go boom – already kind of tired of hearing about it uh, even like we're like whatever <laughs> i know it, it yeah each each one is just less uh it's so less interesting yeah but it's good i mean it's and totally you know, good it's not a bad thing yeah. and you know that every single one of those states is going fucking it's like they win the it's like they're winning a fucking series or something right it's like all of a sudden ah, they get to go nuts and then with the and then the funny part is, is it gets shorter and shorter between the time that they go nuts and the time that they're like, I wish it was just like it was, because now it sucks, and you know, and it's kind of because these fucking regulations are just so shitty, and they're not in 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 any kind of. There's no continuity, you know. Everybody's got their own twist on it. So, but right. I think I think uh, Illinois has a pretty good. I mean, they're 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 uh, they seem pretty decent. They, I mean, they got possible right out of the gate places you can smoke. I mean, we took us forever to get our shit. Like, it took us uh, years. Oh, yeah, it says uh, legalization includes an exemption to the Smoke-Free Illinois Act ban on indoor smoking, letting cities decide whether to allow on-use use at bars, restaurants, theaters, even new cannabis smoke lounges. That's awesome because that means you can just go to the bar and still smoke it. Somewhere. Amazing. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And nobody's allowed to smoke tobacco at those places. Right. It's the same thing happened in Holland. Amazing. It was really funny. I think, I don't even remember what year it was, but <laughs> it was like probably around 2005 or something like that. But they basically had their Clean Indoor Air Act sort of thing put into place. And if you've, I mean, you've been there, you know. It's it's ridiculous, like, how bad the ventilation is, first of all. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then everybody's smoking tobacco joints. And it's fucking a mess, right? And so they announced officially that you were not allowed to smoke tobacco indoors anymore, including in joints, right? And fucking people... People went nuts. They didn't know what to do. It was amazing. And I was so happy. I remember all the Americans that were there were like, yes, this is fucking <laughs> awesome. Because everyone knows I don't mix tobacco. So sure. I'm like, cool. You can 
and and they were even talking about like yes we're going to come and check your <laughs> check out your joint and i was like come on dude oh no really yeah yeah wow. listen, i mean i got that and everybody smoked with tobacco and it was funny because i only had like but it only lasted a really short time and then everybody kind of changed the law and said oh any smoke yeah but i mean at that you could basically you know it's uh, you could under, you, you know that the dutch are never going to go for it what the, what the dutch did in the end was most even the so the brown bars are called brown bars because it's people smoke cigarettes there for so mo- long that the walls turn brown, right? Oh wow! It's like fucking. Yeah. That's <laughs> pretty much it. It's like tobacco stained <laughs> interior, you know. Sure. And so, those places were like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Like, no way. So they just put a they put a jar on the on the counter, and everybody would throw in change or bills, and then the fine was there you know what i mean here you go oh that's when funny. the guy would come in they just hand it to him here you go there you go here's your fine go fuck yourself you know <laughs> so that's funny so then yeah it's 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 but it's but f- hats off to fucking illinois for coming out of the gate with a plan that might work because there's this weird separation with cannabis where it's like okay we're, we're gonna let you have it but we're not gonna let you smoke it you know what I mean? Or we're gonna right. let you, and, and, and we're gonna let you smoke it, but we're not gonna let you get it. You know, it's like there's always like there's one more. Yeah. <laughs> come on, can we just have it and smoke it? That makes sense, right? Right. Either way, I, I think uh, the whole the whole of America will fall into line in the next. Really, I mean, I'd say I'm, I've been saying the next two years, and everybody thinks I'm crazy, but I think it's got to happen just because this election cycle is going to change everything you know yeah whoever's pro cannabis is got to have a much higher percentage chance of winning in my opinion and it's almost like a make or break it's kind of like you're going to lose so many people the minute you say um for recriminalization you know what i mean you're going down <laughs> like instantly. right yep <clears throat> yeah yeah it's not yeah you can't which is look. a scary part you know about the fucking idiot that's there now is that he could mm-hmm. just do that one move and he'd be like you're so cool we love you. We forgot about all the other stuff. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I, I, I'm still looking at two years. Two years. It's so normal at that point. And weirdly enough, it's almost normaler here than it was in Holland ever because in Holland it was really a tourist thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. It wasn't that the locals were, like, loving it. And he, and here it's, like, kind of like a more cross – it's a very good cross-section of people that smoke cannabis. It's, like, everybody now. And or they have always been everybody, but now just are out. They're out, man. Totally. So besides that whole long nothing quite answer there. <laughs> what uh, what else what else big big news in the in the cannabis world? Nothing really, huh? <sighs> it was pretty weak. Yeah, it was a pretty just legalization weak. everywhere. Just legalization everywhere. Yeah, you know, just same the, old stuff. Yeah. No, but what is interesting is like uh is the, for me is the banking now is getting kind of like looser where you're like oh, okay this is where it gets real right because now banks are there's definitely banks here in Colorado that are that are real banks that aren't that aren't credit unions and stuff that are taking in definitely C, I mean CBD was already a problem up until recently now that's totally cool and it's just a matter of time when that all just kind of means that cannabis and CBD are totally accepted so that's been the fucking thing holding back everybody because it's one of those deals where if you uh, if you uh, are making real money and you can't use a real bank and you try to pay people, it's, this and funny enough, not to always go back to Holland, but it's the same exact thing they did there. You could not have a bank, and it blew my mind how much money people were, you know, getting at coffee shops because 
it's you know it's very seasonal but at the same time there's times when you're just like wow that's a shitload of cash coming through and you can't put it anywhere so you have to like stash it and you can just imagine all the fucking drama that comes with large amounts of cash right right and that's kind of what i feel like they're setting you up anyway that's like oh yeah cool walk around with like quarter million half a million million whatever and, and don't expect anything bad to happen you know what i mean it's the minute because the minute that's on the radar there's going to be there's usually you know people who will come and just take that from you it might not be the cops even right did you want me to put the number on the yes screen? i do okay. i want you to put our number up boom because i feel like enough people we, we rarely have people call us and if they do half the time they don't even answer what we're talking but if they want to you can uh give us a call 720-310-8237 we're gonna make this a line open show because like i said with jessica we're we're gonna keep in touch with her and see where she's at but she said she you know classically if you're on the road you're you never know perception sucks in and out totally forget battery went out there's a million a million reasons so i'm just uh gonna put it out there that if anybody wants to call in yeah quack 604 why don't you call in where is he I don't know. yeah i sent him a message even I oh really a, PS, a private message i said come on dude it's your time oh, that's funny it is your time so anybody yeah. who's got anything uh, they want to talk about do you Ca- know cannabis related let's try to keep it cannabis related people. do you know um anyone in illinois sure like i mean involved in cannabis there like um, at all like yeah yeah for sure uh and the thing is that <laughs> up until recently no i definitely knew nobody in illinois well right but uh of course now yeah, I know yeah everybody sure. no <laughs> no and, uh there, yeah there's some groups that were doing some good good work there already there's a lot of um i, I know some people now that are up there literally starting as we speak and uh oh really yeah they were kind of ready and ready and waiting and they definitely had their their uh ducks in order and they were just kind of like i think they're waiting for this whole this this whole thing to happen and before they pull the trigger which obviously a good move right we have to um anything else up there nothing uh south miami city commission passes resolution uh to support legalization of recreational pot. Yeah, well, yeah, more of that. That'll happen. See, yeah. there you go. You're back to the back, back to square to one. Yeah, we're back to that. I'm telling yeah. you, it's going to be so normal that you're just like, oh, um. Someone, there was a place recently that went legal medical, and they're going to allow their insurance to pay for it. I forgot where that was, though. Well, let's look it up and or and, and or have somebody call in and say, I know that. See how nobody calls? Scared. <laughs> call on, call in. Uh, and I have to send a message to Jessica, too, and see if she's, she's because uh, I gave her, yeah, let's see, about now I told her to call in. So we'll see. Maybe either she's ready and waiting. Oh, my God. Is that her ready and waiting? Or is it 516? Oh, yo, welcome to the Adam Dunn Show. Who we got? Uh, Mike. Hey, Mike, how you doing? How you doing? Good, good. Where are you calling in from? Uh, Queens, New York. Oh, nice. He's, I grew up in Sunnyside as a kid, so luckily I got. Oh, the... get out of here! I'm in Flushing. <laughs> yeah, I was at forty. I was a forty-first and first or something like that. I, I, I can't remember. I was a. I got out of there. I was lucky. Here's another <laughs> caller too. Oh, we got another call. We'll hold, hold off on that one. What can What can we do you for, my friend? Uh, I was just wondering. Like how uh, it turned out 
like once it started becoming legal out by uh, Colorado and everything, how it worked out with the growing laws. Terrible. Because, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a. I don't know what's going on out here. It's yeah. a sure. Well, the problem is that um, same things happening in Rhode Island and other states where you just see like, oh yeah, they just they there are people sitting in the back room figuring out how to cap how to get the most money possible in right. And the thing is, the minute you allow any kind of home growers to get any kind of foothold, like like a ninety nine plant counts or stacking cards or any of those kind of options that give you a chance to actually put together a decent sized operation then they're going to they're going to cut it off at the knees you know what i mean because that to them is just lost revenue that's that's my opinion and and new york fucking 10 times worse probably than than, than those places cuz they're obviously going to control their bottom line is is what i'd say yeah like i just don't see it like becoming like a good thing for growers out here at all no you i know? mean the best you can do is to um get involved and try to stay within the lowest like either be like a licensed producer for instance and don't you know obviously don't try to force yourself to get a retail outlet or any kind of bullshit like that but you know it's good to stay legal and be able to not because otherwise you just get left in the back or you know just get left in the dust really you're just kind of like okay well how about you go grow your six plants and but we're not going to let you have more than 150 square feet and then you're like well fuck there you go that just killed the whole the whole vibe you know what i mean cuz you're like oh six plants i could do that 12 plants i could do that the minute they say right. square footage is and then you're fucked and that's kind of where they're at now they're they're not stupid and you know they're actually figuring that they got to get you by the limitations of your and or your power there's some states that are doing it by you know you can't use any real lights you have to use leds when i could say real lights now leds are good but you you, you couldn't use anything that's hid though you know they would be like nope not legal, and that—that's how it was in uh, in Colorado. Not in Colorado specifically, but Colorado's whole deal is that they've gone. Um, they, they what they've gone is let they've let the different counties decide on their own uh, plant count numbers, and so like there's El Paso County here, which brought it down to twelve, and they knew that there was kind of like a real big growing area to begin with, so they just went around and cleaned house. <clears throat> And Denver's 12, right. 12 plants in Denver. Some places will do doctors recommended in numbers, but technically they don't have to. So they can just put a 12 plant count. And there is, I think, a, statewide is a 12 plant count also. So it's like up to, there's a few counties that can go against that and say, yeah, no, we'll do whatever we want, but far and few between, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah think, I don't know. Like they, they just stopped all, like, the, uh, you know, I, they had like a movement like legalize it then i was reading like it just got stopped up at albany and now like this year it's not going to become legal so like if people like hoping on next year i don't even know what the hell is really going on but well you know new york's going to have the classic situation of they there's going to be a whole period of just backdoor kind of deals and people getting in first and having full control and then like massachusetts there's only three dispensaries right so you have uh, you know, they're just killing it, right? Uh, they're just like you know, but, yeah. and they're, and there's and they're I'm thinking about of allowing a couple more, three more. So you know, what I mean, I'm like, what? For that whole st- think about Massachusetts is you know a lot of people there. So you know, those guys did 20 million in sales in their like first quarter or something. You know, so they're crushing game, and that's kind of what's going to happen in mm-hmm. New York too. It's going to be the and you know the big players are going to get paid first, and the small ones that are going to be 
pretty much gobbled up by the big ones within the first two years. That's what kind of happened here, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could just see it happening, like, you know, everything just coming in, like, like prepackaged from out of state or, like, one spot, you know, like, a couple spots upstate and just coming in, like, prepackaged, you know, and then just getting sold at dispensaries and no one else really even getting getting shot at anything. That's the way I can, like, yeah. it happen. Well, it's because of how New York is, you know? Yeah, for sure. And well, and then right around the corner, of course, if it goes national, then you got like Central California supplying the whole country, and the locals just kind of squeaking by with whatever they can do if they can do it a little bit better. But for the most part, the prices will just be ridiculously low and coming out of the Central Valley because that's where they produce more of the food than you know. Most right. of the food comes out of there anyway. Do I do I have a second caller already on the line? Uh, I kept, it's not letting me answer for some reason. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. I thought, and I wasn't sure we had, they'll time. have to call back here again. All right. So, uh, yeah. ha, but you, have you noticed, uh, in, in, in your area in Queens and stuff is that, I mean, there is even like a hint of, of it getting further than, uh, talk or at this point, cause, uh, I don't know. Like a lot of people, you know, are like, oh, it's going to be, no one really cares anymore. You know what I mean? Everyone's just like, oh, it's going to become legal. It's going to become legal. But then, like, if you're following, I don't really follow the news too much. I don't really watch the news too much. But from things I've seen online, it was like, oh, now now the whole, the vote got stopped in in Albany. That's the last thing I read. Okay. You know, the vote got stopped in Albany, and then, you know, now we have to wait until next year. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, but, no, the, yeah, it's. I mean, I, I don't think it's close like that at all either, too. And, and I think it's going to get, because the problem is New York's, also very fragmented right you got you know everything getting done in albany but reality is should be should be more uh people doing with what like like the city should be its own fucking entity when it comes to that because it's going to be hard to the numbers of people compared to the rest of the state doesn't even make sense right so you're you start to look at like the 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 way things work like here colorado's quite similar you know it's a very small it's it's a big state space wise but it's kind of like the the type of people and the the very the, like the the social income et cetera are pretty pretty close. You know, what I mean, there's a few areas that might be different, but um, whereas New York is just you know its own animal. <laughs> so for sure, and yeah. I can imagine that running a like getting the the weed game properly locked down in the city and and in the boroughs is going to be a whole thing in itself. You know what I mean? And but you know I, what I like. What I like about this whole situation is that the harder the, the harder they make it, the stronger the black market is. And I think the black market is is one of the things that, since we all come from it in a sense, that I don't. None of us want to see that go away. You know what I mean? And that's what that's For what, sure. and yeah. that's what pisses me off the most is that when they go after home growers, they think they're going to bust the black market. But the reality is, the the home growers that that do small numbers and like you know. 10 lights and under, let's say, which is a, a, a lot of them because a lot of people aren't trying to, they know there's, there's not enough money in it anymore anyway. But back in the day, mm. the people who took the big risk. Well, prices are going back up out here. Yeah. They went, they went super low. Mm-hmm. Now they're shooting back up. For how long, I don't know. Well, that's strictly, be- I mean, and that's because Cali's has all these busts going down and it's kind of like everywhere is getting cracked down just like you're, you're, I was saying earlier, it's sort of like that's the, the blowback you get where it's, Oh, it's legal, but it's only legal if you put pay for all these permits and you you know play the game. And by the time you actually get it to be able to make money, you might be tearing your hair out anyway. Because most of those people, that's that's the problem with 
getting into stuff stuff that you're really into because once you get into it and then you realize there's like what what's all this bullshit I have to deal with just to do what I do mm-hmm. you know what I mean and that's takes the fun out of a lot of it you know what I mean like I, I tell people I'd rather just smoke a joint and hang out in my little garden and have a few plants than have a huge fucking facility that we can't we've got to get in a car and drive around the block if you want to smoke a joint you know it's just stupid <laughs> I'm, always yeah. like, I'm always like this sucks you know what I mean it's like yeah any plans on getting in the industry itself or are you just thinking like uh, as a consumer I don't know man I, I kind of I like to stay on like the outskirts of things you know not to not make too much noise Sure. But I mean, like, if the opportunity presents itself, and there's, you know, some money to be made the right way, you know, I would, I would 100%, you know, go for it. But, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. other than that, I'll just keep well, yeah. it to myself. But sure. Well, I think uh, that's the thing about it. Uh, that's the thing about this industry, which makes it, you know, special is that it, it can kind of do its own thing. It doesn't need to. Uh, it doesn't really need a big group to put it together for for a lot of us you know it's mostly in my opinion for like i wouldn't say senior citizens in general but just people who don't really have access to cannabis and never really would know how to have access. Right. so those people it's perfect for them because right. it gives them a nice safe comfortable place to go but to be quite honest i'd feel better like getting a bag off a friend of mine and not having it come in some bullshit fucking overly packaged everything and then it's like cool i got an ounce Dude, in a the fucking packages, <laughs> the packages out here are everything bro i know right like out here the packages it's just everything like if you don't have a package you're not shit you know I know. What I, mean? I know, but I, I, to me, it's the opposite in my mind. Like I know when I see a guy without a, like, that just is, it's like that's probably fire right there. You know what I mean? Because like, I don't give a shit yeah. about trying to make a shit hyped up. But yeah, it's 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 disgusting when you uh, sort of look at you go to somebody his house who's that's all they don't buy weed every day, and it's kind of hard to throw away this stuff sometimes because it's it looks cool for one day or so, whatever reason they're going to use it for something else. So, you know, and then you look in their house and it's just like filled with just trash and it's just basically because it's weed trash. <laughs> they want to keep it, you know what I mean? So yeah. Dude, and at the end of the day, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. like we all like not to get all hippie about it, but like we all know plastic's bad, right? Sure. It's I mean, like I, why, jars, you know, jars, obviously going to be, your, you know, your preferred choice, but jars, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but you're just compiling trash. You know what I mean? Ball jars are, I are my faves, too. Um, and just, re- like, reusing the same jar, fucking 500. Like, sometimes you get, like, a patina on your jar, you know. It's like, there's so much, ha- <laughs> you're never going to clean it, right? So it's always just, like, a little bit more hash stacked stacked to the edge. Yeah, uh, when, sure. yeah. yeah, When we were in Hawaii, I took a photo of one that I put online at one point in a second. It looked disgusting to anybody who didn't get it, but if you knew what it was, you're like, oh, man, that that's an amazingly hashed-up <laughs> fucking ball jar because my friend had been using it for 15 years, and just that's all he kept his weed in, and he has really fire weed. So just every time he put in his fresh weed, it would just kind of stick more to the edge, you know? Dude, I got a cousin that's got the same thing. He's got the same thing, my older cousin. He's probably had the jar for like fucking 10 years. Yep. He just throws everything in there. Funny. Well cool. well, cool, cool, uh, Anything else you want to throw down? Nah, man. Yeah. I appreciate you talking to me and uh, giving me a little bit of knowledge, man. Hey, not a problem. Anytime. Thanks for calling in. Yep, for sure. Yeah, be right, good. Man. Sweet. So, uh, yeah. so, 757 number? Come call you. Come on down. Yeah, you can give us a call back. I don't call know why back. it wasn't letting me. It just like. We, we normally can merge calls. Yeah. So. I, I don't, don't know. know what the problem is. 
Are we on the are we on the different version that you didn't? Looks no. different to me though. The little picture that's coming up. Oh no, no, that's not different. No. Hmm. Okay. Well, calling number is still right up next to my head, but if you can't read, <laughs> I'll give it to you. Seven two zero three one zero eight two three seven. Give us a call. We can chit chat while we get wait for Jessica. Where's Jessica? I haven't even <clears throat> didn't even text her. I got sidetracked. Gotcha. Talking to him. But uh, yeah, I think it was Ireland was the country that uh, trying to call. No. Oh. That uh. Oh right. Did mer- they? They're doing a medical marijuana pilot program, and gotcha. it's going to be a. Vi- they're, they're, you're going to be able to use your. Uh, oh right. Um, Ta- your uh, actual insurance. Insurance. Yeah. That's interesting. That's yeah. the way it should be. Right. It's still going to be cheaper in the long run. I mean, there's so much bullshit put on all those other prescription pills. Like, it's crazy. You know. Eight dollar right. an eight dollar thing turns into like a ninety six dollar item like that, and it's like totally. okay, so where'd where'd the ninety one bucks come from, <laughs> or where the eighty six bucks come from, whatever. Right. So, um, oh yeah, while I roll a joint, call Miss Miss Cheesecake Lady. Sweet. Let's see what she's doing, and like I said earlier, uh, next week New Millennium will be on. He, of course, he doesn't know it yet, but I've got I've got it in the works. His boss knows. Oh yeah, gonna tell, telling him to get on the show. Nice. Um, um, Chat gang was talking about uh, telling you to ramble about male selection in large populations. Okay, ramble about that. Ramble. Ramble. Ramble about this boy. All yeah. right. Thank you guys for giving me a, a job. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Let me get, let me just quickly text Jessica saying uh, call on in whenever. This guy's saying I have a ball jar. Blue from 1904. Really? That's crazy. Oh, never mind. Uh, it's just a joke. <laughs> There's jokes in here. Jokers in here. You guys do jokes. I was going to say, was it used for weed since 1904? That would be pretty uh, sick. Yeah, that would be pretty crazy. All right, let me just give her the colon on whenever, and then I'll get back to the ramble, ramble forced rambling. Ramble, ramble, forced rambling. Uh, large population male selection. So... I mean, in any large any any large population selection, it's going to be, um, you know, there's the the, the obvious uh, when you're going to be. I mean, really, what it comes down to mostly out of the gate is going to be the with with all males is going to be the the timing of the the flowering. So if it's so you kind of like wipe you're going to instantly be wiping out all the early ones because there's just no point. Uh, that's not so so that kind of simplifies the task as it gets along progress you know progressively um and then when it comes to like individual selection you're going to obviously um you know go for for uh, smell which would be a good indicator of terps which is kind of what the male brings to the mix a lot of times because what you'll notice is if you take a really nice thing that you know as a female cross it into something Many times, depending on, I mean, unless you have a real, real, like, recessive male that's kind of, like, not dominant, which usually isn't the case, especially in the in that sort of flavor zone thing. Because, like, for instance, with the sage, we use a sage male, which makes everything sage. You know, it doesn't matter what it is. It tastes like sage. Like, well, it tastes within that spectrum. It doesn't taste like the actual sage because there's some variables. But for the most part, that's dominant. So every time, you, if you try to do the other way around... You're, you're like, hmm, why is it not working? So so hmm. smell-wise is going to be pretty interesting, you know, is one of the 
so you'd be walking the field or walking the rooms or whatever the place you have it obviously not fields because that'd be like crazy but let's say you're walking in large scale facility or whatever it is greenhouse you're going to be also obviously looking for the the wow factor of like what the fuck is that (laughs) you know what i mean and it could be whether it's um and or fooling you is a good one late flower you know you're all about the structure it's got to smell you know now it's going to hit now it's hitting all the numbers of what you want it to be which is kind of the way it goes when it comes to selection is you're just trying to checking off boxes every time and you know if you check off all the boxes then it's obviously going to be the one you want to one of the ones you want to select and then you do want to select many males um not just go on a one just be like this is it so the whole idea of um large-scale breeding in general is to try to come at it with many many combinations and that's the the sort of nature of uh anything is that if you have it one in so like that's why when you have a pack of 10 seeds let's say mm-hmm. you have a one in 10 chance of getting let's say the one like, or you have maybe none you have zero in 10 chance who knows because it's a fucking 10 pack right but if you have a thousand seeds now you've just increased those odds and so the whole idea of large population is just to increase the odds of finding the gem you know the one that mm-hmm. stands out and so by making I mean and not to say that anybody has fucking psychic abilities or anything like that but most people kind of know after especially if they grow their own stuff kind of you know time and time again whether it be you know and hopefully you know growing from seed from seed from seed you, you kind of they see the pattern hopefully you know mm-hmm. that's, because the idea of doing it off of data sucks you know and that's kind of what's gonna fuck up the whole scene soon because people are gonna go data 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 like oh my god look THC's off the chain yeah, but uh, right. So, from a smoker's point of view, or something like that, or you know, from product that's going to be smoked as smokable flour and turned into extracts, etc., numbers are the bonus. They shouldn't be the they shouldn't be with what you chase. You know what I mean? In my opinion, obviously, everyone's got their own way. But so, in general, that still the the whole idea of walking a room and looking for males and selecting males would be uh, most. Uh, a lot of it comes down to, not most of it, but a lot of it comes down to having the ability to know the plant and what you're looking for and seeing that fully, like, okay, that thing is fucking flexing more than anything else and be able to hone in on that. So it's an acquired skill that takes years. And or you could figure it out right out of the gate. It depends on who you are. Some people are just right. like, nail it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then other people bang their head against the wall and try to make thing after thing and it doesn't work but a lot of times it's the that is the problem is that it's the male which is the part you don't understand as much as the female because you're not smoking it so you're not getting this so maybe you are but most people not so you very rarely are getting a male that you're like able to know that side of it you can kind of like look at all the other parts um but the late flowering is super important too because you don't want a male that comes off too early or else a, it inhibits the numbers of seeds. B, it's not a great, because it, it might make those plants, make it, it's kind of inherently makes smaller tops, less stacking, you know. So there you go. That's some rambling right there. Rambling. I just rambled. Hell yeah. So if anybody wants to call in, it's uh, 720-310-8237. See how little they call in? Even the, even the guests. Even the guests don't call in. Even the guests don't call in, man. <laughs> That's the Adam Dunn show. That's how little they call in. That's how I feel bad for whoever was trying to call in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
What's 757? What's that area code? Yeah, 757. I don't know. Look it up. It's your job, dude. You're like the guy on Rogan that he just yells at him and tells him, look it up. Yeah, except I don't do that too often. We don't want to know. Virginia. Virginia, call back. See, now we do know. Now we do want to know. Boom. Ah, he's back. It's someone. No, it's not. Uh, Welcome to Adam Dunn Show. Who we got? This is Illuminar Scott. Oh, Sky New 24. I was looking at the number. Like, okay, it looks semi familiar. What's going on? <laughs> I, I, I've eased I know, into, I'm, I'm, I've already eased them I into. Lied. Yeah. Alive. I'm, I'm here. Oh, man. Don't say alive. That's terrible. That's like, that's like a. That's I felt a, bad. I'm listening. You guys are just rambling on. So I figured I'd call in. And what were we talking about earlier? We wanted to discuss a little bit about the Purple Pro. Um, no. Fuck that. We're not talking about that thing. That's over, okay. bro. We gave up on that. <laughs> that was All right. We'll done and over with. Done and over with. Yeah, forget about that. That's a piece of junk now. Kick it to the curb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But what we, what we, did, <laughs> what we can talk about, because since you're here, is the um, the uh, monthly giveaway now, because we, we realized we, we were overwhelming your, your, your people with ridiculous... Our shipping department. Exactly. That's what I explained. I said it wasn't yeah. so much the lights. It's, it's, it's the fact that the shipping department hates us now. They, they think the Adam Dunn show blows because <laughs> we're going to Scotland and here. Because we have from because we have an international, international crew man. of people listening to the show. It's not just people down on the road. Fuck. Global. It's global. It's too expensive. Gone so anyway, global. so we're going to do monthly, right, which is cool. But I think you're going to sweeten the deal and you're going to throw in a bunch of swag and they're going to be like... Signed autographs from Maz. It's gonna be perfect. They'd be like, "Whoa, six by nines, glossy, <laughs> with Maz <laughs> headshot, headshot signed." Yep, that's what Maz you, start signing them. Get that's that's what they get. No, but you know, some T-shirts and some swag. So they're gonna get a little more, and it's gonna be a little more focused. And we're gonna do it. So it's word of the month now. We can't even call it word of the week. So we have to change that to word of the month, or we have to come up with a whole new Illuminar. F- format it's up to you scott we're gonna but this is the thing uh maz as you noticed has already posted multiple times that we're doing giveaways today so you may have to do one last giveaway and then we have five weeks oh till the next one so it's coming out of maz's check how's that that's even better that's even better <laughs> <laughs> so but we won't do that until the end of the show anyway so um yeah end of the show end Let of the show on. this is the last stay one on. yeah listen up yep tell me yeah. What? Anything? Yeah. Stay on. And so, stay what about on. what about Listen you guys? Up. What about you guys? Though I know you've been all over the place. Is this the reason why you're like feet in the air? Because you went like just balls out and kind of did nine shows by yourself. I heard you. Were, remember you call? I called you and you were like doing the whole show by myself. I was like, oh no. <laughs> did you? Is that? And then after you, now you're fucked. So see, I I see some connection there. I got a little bit R and R, so here I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, you, but you guys, uh, where, where was that show? Was that New Orleans or? Uh, no, I did Canacon, Detroit, oh, you did my Canacon. hometown. Oh, you did the hometown show. How was that? Um, hometown show. How was that show and how was the New Orleans show? I didn't make it to New Orleans. Um, I wish I would have, uh, spread a little thin. Um, the Canacon in Detroit was great. A lot of, uh, wonderful new commercial operations getting set up here, uh, uh, more or less informing all these new guys how we can help them out and set up their uh, grows uh, more efficiently mm-hmm. and uh, met a lot of great people. I'm excited for what's happening here in Michigan with all the new uh, 
commercial growth, getting set up medical, and soon to be kicking off all of these new recreationals. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, recreational. So, well, it's not any more recreational when you go into those grows. You're pretty much the same as the medicals as far as there, there's nothing recreational about the growing. <laughs> it's straight <laughs> up. The plants work. all look the same. They don't know the difference, do they? No. It's just, well, you know, and there ain't, <laughs> it's not like you can smoke there, which would be dope. Like, yeah, bro, we're in the recreational grows. No, not, not <laughs> I, quite. I didn't, I didn't notice any difference when I was out there in Denver when uh, they got was a different tag. Yeah. yeah. They still perform just the same. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, well, cool. So at the end of the show, we're going to do the giveaway. We're going to do the shout-outs. I probably should do the shout-outs after we uh, we uh, do this do this call with you, mister. Uh, yeah. Cool. And uh, now that your leg, now that you, now now that you got time, I guess you've been catching up on all the shows you've been missing because now you get to hear all the all the stuff we said about you, right? Yeah. <laughs> now you're just like, wait Man, a minute, what did you say about wonderful me? Wonderful things. Of course, my ears were going to be bleeding, but they were such great things. No, of course they were. We would <laughs> never say nothing negative. Uh, but it's cool. We'll have you. Uh, well. we'll I think we can handle it. We did it last week without you when you when you were in your middle of your dinners. So we we, we sorry about that. Sorry about interrupting you during your. Uh... No, it was all right. You know, it, uh, you got to eat sometime. But I was uh, I was actually entertaining with some of the uh, water people that I missed from Denver uh, over here in Michigan uh, at the Canacon show. Guys, I miss. Mm-hmm. It was great to catch up and get a nice meal. So I apologize for missing all of you last week. Right. Right. But we have to eat. <laughs> That's right. Just like ladies, we have to eat. So cool. All right. So, well, we, I'm trying to get cheesecake on the air. Hopefully, I think. I'm, what happened to her? I don't she know. Stuck in traffic. I don't know. You never know. Uh, I, she was on the Jessica, road. She told me she was on the road, you? and she said she wasn't sure about her reception. But we'll see. We'll give her. I'll give her another shout. <laughs> and, tell her I said hello when you do get her online. I will. And, uh, I will. If you want me to call back later in the show, uh, talk about it, and I'm listening. So, all right, no problem. Uh, I think we're gonna try to we're gonna try to handle it, and maybe what we'll do is we'll give you a shout, and you can announce you can you can you can be like the 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 guy who gives the prize, and the prize comes to you from Scott. Do we have drum a, roll, please? Yeah. So we do have a word, <laughs> though, right? I don't know. Did we? Yeah, they had. Did, I think they did or not? I'll go I don't know. Did we even do a word? Or you guys did. Text in a word. <laughs> oh my uh-huh. god! <laughs> this might be a this might be a shit I'll show. I'll send you us. one over here right in a few this, minutes. This might be a real shit show. Oops. Anyway, all right, ma'am. Thank you. All right, buddy. Talk you guys soon. have fun. Take care, everybody. Peace. All right. All right. Where is she at? Where's that cheesecake? Now I'm getting all hungry. I'm eating almonds, which is a bad idea. Mm. Everyone's gonna be like, "What is he doing?" Bad choice, right? I couldn't think of nothing. I was like, chips are too loud. Then I realized almonds are even worse. They're like, uh, um, uh, let's so, see. I saw, so I saw another ramble question. Oh, okay. The ramble. Go I, I got the word. Oh, we had a word. Okay, good. I know a word. All right, the word's there. So we didn't fuck up. Um, there is a word for this week. There is a word. It's on Illuminar's uh, Instagram if you want to go check oh, it yeah, out. Oh, yeah, I saw that. See, mm-hmm. he even gave it up so you don't have to dig it. All right, let's see if she can if she, let's see if she can... Uh, respond hopefully soon enough uh i saw another question we can go flip the question oh yeah the boron it was uh yeah boron for you know what's really weird about that 
What's I saw somebody post that the other day, like Adam Borante. I was like, I think I made it as a suggestion at one point. I was like not 100% sure, and I was asking somebody else that question. So let's try it out and figure it out. But really, yeah. it, it is not my tech, and I don't actually. 100, that one was a kind, of, and I, that was another one of those classics where I said it, but I wasn't saying it from an authoritative point of view. I was saying it from a because I was actually trying to get somebody else to uh, help me kind of come up with a. I was trying to, I was trying to get a figure out a formula for old seeds and to help seeds sprout and things. So I was kind of prodding, looking for that info. So if it works, it's definitely my tech. <laughs> if it doesn't work, I had no, I had nothing to do with it. No, right. So, um, but it was just, it was more, and it was actually uh, a combination of seed starts, but also about seed development. That's what I was really focusing on at the time. I think that was what the question was. It was about sh- uh, what plants would, what would help plants in their when they're making seeds compared to when they're not making seeds, and help make those seeds stronger and you know more healthy, et cetera. So I think. But and like I said, at the end of the day, oh well, uh, it's like uh, you know we can we can only try. So dip them in boron if it works. Like I said, done tech right there. <laughs> done tech. So um, let's see here. Someone's asking about your light and setup. Do you use in how many rooms? Um, well, it depends on different different rooms, different right. lights. That's why I figured. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, also, if it, if it isn't broke, don't fix it, right? So instead of, like, upgrading every time with a new light just because – and I'm trying different lights, and sometimes it sucks because I'll have four different lights to be – yeah, then you can't that, – that's harder to work with. So as far as rooms that are uh, built to, sort of to standard or, or at least, like, the way I would want to have it and the few rooms that I have that aren't mishmashed because of the fact that just end up with – <laughs> so many different ones. Uh, the uh, pretty much right now, it's still like I have um, uh, EPAPs in my spot, so I have EPAPalons. Mm. Don't I don't have all brand new lights because I'm giving them away. <laughs> I'm giving away Illumina now. Illumina can send me a whole bunch of lights, and I'll definitely switch them out, and they'll be happy about that. But I'm still running. My, my friend's old lights because again like i said if it ain't broke don't fix it and i'm not doing anything huge i'm just uh, taking care of i'm maintaining what i got pretty much yeah <laughs> yeah and i aged i'm 50 years old now so <laughs> it's called aging it's called aging yeah mm-hmm. still recovering actually yeah not really nah it took me about a week sure <laughs> it used to be a day now it's a week yeah but also three-day festivals for your 50th that's like you know, that's like doing training. You're back at you're back in festy festy mode. You know, totally. But now you're in running it, so it's even worse because <laughs> you can't be in full festy mode if you're running. Right. Taking yeah, care yeah. of everybody, right? Yeah. You Until can. a certain point, then you're like it's festy mode. Right. Um. And yes, we have actually broken more than a hundred viewers. Mister Fucking Jacob yeah. Smith wants actually, to know. Actually, during lots, during lots of times during the Philos episode recently, oh, yeah, of that course. was the most recent one, and that was the most recent. But we've we've broken it a few times. And this is live listeners, dude. This is not like that's it. We stay on the interweb forever, bro. Forever, forever. Stuck. So people, just relax. Uh, you see you don't want to have too many people living. All right. Then then it won't be cool anymore. 
the minute I have like a thousand people watching me, then all the cool people will be like, "Fuck it." Right. Now this is sucks because we've got so it's quality over quantity. That's the that's the way life should be. So, I'd rather have a hundred cool people listen to my show. Yeah. Than a thousand people that are just like meh, because then you got about four hundred of them hating on you anyway. Right. Adam sucks. Mm-hmm. He fucked up. Where's Cheesecake Lady, bro? <laughs> bro, where's Cheesecake Lady? Well, I don't know where she is. I'm, I'm gonna just keep checking. But uh, did you hear about what I have on the screen here? Uh, yes, I did. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, there you go. And that was a good news. Actually, I was, uh, and I read it. Did you read it? No, I haven't. Okay, so Robert, Robert, is this on the screen, on my screen, or a screen, or everybody's screen? Uh, it's just on our screen. Here. No, we can put it on everybody's screen. Okay. There you go. Boom. I, so, I'll figure uh, it out. Yeah, figure it out. Uh, so our buddy Rob Clark, who has been on this show, um, show has been removed <laughs> because of, uh, yeah, his legitimacy. So legit, can't even be on the Adam Dunn show. That's how bad. When you're that legit that you and in the weed game, but you can't be on my show because we're just way too loose. <laughs> Don't want to listen to the show. Uh, but Rob Clark, who is an old friend of mine and really good guy and been in this game for a long time, he's also it's like one of those people who – you know, love cannabis, obviously, if you're going to write your master thesis, that's what the marijuana botany book was, is his master thesis on cannabis. And so, he, you know, delved into it quite deep and wrote an amazing book, which is kind of timeless. If you haven't read um, Marijuana Botany or his other books, you should definitely take a look at them because that's yeah, kind of the cornerstone of all the breeders that I know. And it really just simp- it, it simplifies it, but it also shows you how, you know, it's not cannabis, it's every fucking plant in general and he's just learning you're, 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 he, because it's a master thesis too you're like you're like okay this is written really well and clear um so he basically resigned from his position on the advisory bo- <coughs> advisory board over at phylos and if you uh you know listen to the show and if, you know who phylos is if you haven't listened to the show before phylos was a company that was uh, mapping the genome of cannabis and making it got everybody excited so you could send in your samples which would be you know dead seeds was the idea but people got so excited that they were like oh dude here take this have a live sample whatever because they've kind of felt that that was putting themselves into the galaxy to be uh to be uh you know now on the fucking map literally and so you just uh you just have it so <coughs> so you uh People got kind of excited, and Rob was a part of that, and he was on the advisory board. And, like, you know, I gave Rob a shitload of old seeds that I had that were land race stuff that I'd collected because it was like that's, that was the original thing. We're going to take all the land races first, and then we're going to use those to map, and then we're going to try these other plants, and then we're going to know what on the map where they are. So was, to me it was exciting. So I gave him some Moroccan seeds I had, that the same ones I gave to Colin that he made his Moroccan something strain, that whatever he just did recently. Um and some Pakistanis and some other stuff that I'd collected. And I, so I gave Rob those. I didn't really, wasn't thinking it was a big deal. Um, as far as the galaxy goes, I think I sent three things in and I actually sent them in like, I think four or five things. Welcome to the Adam Dunn show. Who we got? Yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo. Who's that? Is uh, into Canada from Canada. Uh, I'm not at Home Depot, but I'm trying to imitate it. Oh, uh, that was it. I thought uh-huh. it was you. I thought it was you. It's close, it's close to what I can do right now. Nice. 
Yeah, you needed to have yeah, somebody so bothering you because you have to be wearing the orange shirt at Home Depot. That's the whole point. Remember, remember, remember the details. What's going on? I got it. Yeah, I just want to check in. It's been a while and stuff. Um, man, um, I just wanted a couple questions or thoughts on stuff. So, sure. Um, I'm, I'm someone who, you know, I'm into breeding and uh, whatnot, not on your level quite yet, obviously. Uh, but I'm just kind of curious about your thoughts or if you had sort of, I guess, uh, any sort of stigmas right, right now against, like, auto-flowering plants. I, I know for, like, the longest time, no. you know, people kind of consider them trash or yeah, that, but I'm just trying to get some feedback, I guess. I think that there's this place for everything in the industry, and with auto-flowers, you know, it's it's good for the the first-time grower. It's good for the give them to your grandma and let her grow a couple plants. You know, it's that kind of thing where you, you just know that there's not going to be any issues as far as uh, – Yes, yeah, so autoflower feminized. Let's say, like, let's go for the dumbest down way of growing possible, right? Let's, but of course, I don't want that to be the standard. But I feel like it's got its place, and it has a it has a a good potential, especially in the hemp game. It's really good because of the fact that uh, you can time things a little bit better, and there's there's. So I never I, even thought about it on, for the hemp. Why? Like, I would just kind of assume, like, you know, for personal grows or just beyond that. But I guess for hemp, I would just thought, like, oh, you just get the fields of, you know, going and as long as you have, you know, the right genetic source. Of yeah, seeds, well, it's really hard. Thing. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of places, though, that you can, your window's really tight, you know. So if you could have something that was autoflower done in eight weeks, guaranteed, boom, 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 seed in the ground, then that's real easy for people to work with compared to, like, First, they got to deal with the photo period, so some plants are going to work better than others. And if you, unless it's like becomes the standard for where you're at, it's going to someone's going to someone's going to have to be the lightning rod and figure it out, right? So if someone's going to fail, and they're going to go, oh, well, we don't want to use that. And then the next guy's going to do it better, right. and then the next guy's going to do it even better, and then they're going to have that d- d- figured out. So they'll be like, okay, perfect. We'll go for the, that third, the one that went around the third time. So the first two guys lost millions, the third guy made millions. You know, <laughs> that's kind of where what would happen there. But whereas the autoflowers, I think they're a little more uh, predictable. So actually I was going to have, jo- uh, I, I was, today I was thinking about it. T- I was, as I was driving here, I was thinking about shows coming up and um, Jeff Lohenfels who wrote, um, uh, who wrote all the great books. Yeah. On, on, yeah he wrote, who's a real, who's always, I was just going to bring that up actually. Okay. So he just, uh, so he was on a podcast recently. Yeah. And he has a new and, book coming uh, he out. Was, he was, he, mm-hmm. Right. I, I guess he was, Maybe going to go into much more detail on that, and probably on your show even still. Um, but he was on a panel, and I guess that's kind of what got my interest kind of going a little bit more. So even as you know, oh, he's a little, he's a little too, he's a little too all in from from my taste. But it's fine to get him on the show, <laughs> yeah. Because I think he's, uh, I think he's going to uh, also bring it to the right group of people who actually might might that I might not do it to because they they might listen to him more, you know, right. But uh, yeah, so one one thing he pointed out, which kind of got me interested even more so, is because I've never I've never actually grown one out because again it's either been hard to source or you know I'm just sort of more traditionally minded with what I grow. And so, but he mentioned and this kind of was interesting to me that I guess that the height or the size of the plant isn't really, is mostly like determined just by the size of the container. So everyone kind of assumes that I guess the auto flowers are you know pretty minuscule or whatever. But he says he's seen up to like seven foot you know auto flowers as long as they have the the bed space and stuff. So. That was kind of like what I, I didn't realize that was the case. So as long as the potency and quality is there, it seems like it you know could be something. Yeah, I think uh, I mean there's there's some 
like with, with Jeff, I mean, he got, like I said, he was totally into it. And he, the one thing he did, uh, the one thing he did uh, bring up that I thought was interesting was, and, and true, and, and 100% true, was the fact that the lowrider just sucked, right? And that was the plant that kind of fucked it up for everybody because mm-hmm. it, it made everybody think that everything uh, was like that. And like the guys from Mephisto have been on the show before, they, uh, James and I from Seeds Here Now, we walked through a facility and we both were like, fuck, those look nice. You know what I mean? Like we saw plants that were six foot tall indoors, you know, with a huge top, beautiful buds, looking good, good yielder. Nothing like uh, those small lowrider sort of style plants. And so, you know, and I, and I when I first came to Colorado, I... I I had uh, I had a famous breeder out there. One of the, I, won't, I won't say who he is, but he was really into autoflowers, and he was like, "Hey, I got your MK Ultra autoflower," and I was like, "Okay, cool." And I went over to his house, and it literally, he showed me a plant that was smaller than a beer bottle, and it was fully flowered. And I was like, "What the fuck am I gonna do with that?" And I was like, "That could not sell that to anybody for more than three bucks a seed or something, or two bucks a seed, because look at it. You know, it's just like." barely a half ounce on it or something you know and and he was kind of bummed that i wasn't interested but i was just like no and i think that's because he was using the same sort of lowrider males and and so again it's just good selection makes a big difference um and uh they just didn't have it in the beginning and they kind of fucked it up so i think there's there's definitely potential there and i think more so on outdoor large scale just because it's like it makes it's great to put a seed in the ground compared to putting a clone in the ground or your or a little plant in the ground and we're back oh my god managed to get many many dabs in yeah thinking that it would just pop on right when i do the dab like all right it's gonna come on right now when i do this no didn't no all right do another one uh, I'm sorry about that. Yeah, we were well, talking about today that we were so excited about our new sp- about the studio, but I think his router sucks, and so we yeah. lost. We lost a bunch. We lost them. The internet was wonky when I got here. Wonk oh. city. Oh, is it wonking out? No. Oh, I see. You were getting all crazy. Oh no no no! Uh, they yeah. said no sounds, but I think it's because I didn't have the stuff. Oh, uh, now uh, we have sound. Yep. Yeah, now we're good. Oh, we should be good now. Okay. Well, now we have sound. <laughs> Now we're back. Okay, now we're sorry back. about sorry about all that. I was just saying before when there was no sound, that I was super excited. I was probably too excited to come in and talk about how great the studio was, and that's why it all went to shit. So it's all my fault. Gotcha. Blame it on me. Yeah. I figured that out a long time ago. Never get too happy with what you got. Same same grow rooms, grow rooms, especially more than any. Don't fucking be like think. You can always do better because that's the day my shit burned down was the day I thought it was the best system in the whole world. And I think that happens to a lot of people where they're like, it just goes wrong, goes haywire. So you must always be diligent looking at the problems that you could have. Um, So Cheesecake, I don't know. I tried to call her, and now it's just going to some bullshit. And we tried to tell her there's going to be a riot. And I told her there's going to be a Cheesecake riot going on, and I figured that would get her attention so we'll keep on jessica um hopefully she can come to a spot where she can actually call us and originally like i said she was supposed to be in the studio last week and that was my fault but you know i could have had her but we had such a jam-packed show and i knew it was going to be jam-packed so i was like all right we already got two things going on i can't if i bring her once jessica's there it's going to get crazy which you know again that was the whole point of having her sure for sure 
and finding out what's going on because she's like one of those people who's I think out here is ridiculously famous of course but it's just in general like it's more uh, uh, it's more her history within the in, in, within the local industry here that I think is impressive because she's been around long enough just doing day-to-day you know sales and that's why you know you get to know people and pushing the boundaries as we all did and so yeah unbelievable stories like us all <coughs> so hopefully we'll get her in and if she knows the number so i've sent it to her and i'm telling you seven two zero three one zero eight two three seven. if you want to call in on live now and uh we do have sound there's no echo right that's just no that was a no they had two windows open two windows oh my god user error user error it's all good no echoes here uh should we do shout outs yeah, let's do shout outs now while Boom. we can while we can yeah while it's up here if we disappear don't lose faith we'll be around we'll yeah we'll, we'll come we're back. not gonna stop till at least seven ten. yeah maybe later last week we went crazy yeah we did it was like a three and a half hour show yeah it was <sighs> okay we do it all for you man just hours of rambling that's all they want to see they want to see adam ramble because yep. I know that's my specialty in life. Uh, speaking of rambling, let's talk about, let's ramble on about all the cool shit. Oops. They don't come up first. I know. No, I'm just trying to show you what I'm showing And this is here. the order. This is the order we're going to be doing it. So next week, I will have Jaron from New Millennium on uh, talking about New Millennium and also talking about all sorts of different, like I know that he's been involved in a bunch of grows that have won awards using New Millennium. And he's also... Got you know got to see a lot of uh, good scale places uh, using it, and that's kind of where it comes in handy because though we all love a, you know a truly organic sort of base for everything, uh, when it comes to converting large scale grows, pretty hard to do, um, and it's like trying to teach everybody you know whole, whole new tricks. So, but if you have like a ready to go dosatron system, large scale, and you want to like really bring the the best of the best to those plants and make a noticeable difference um with the overall flavors and the way that the plants retain especially here in colorado so dry so like what i notice is that this stuff always makes my stuff really cure well you know uh and they have a few good products that are just sort of standalone and they have and a lot of, pretty much all their stuff can you, you can use with any other product it's not uh it's not a uh, hard to use in that way <clears throat> but if you want to use the whole formula it's based on the seasons which makes a lot of sense so you kind of run through the spring and the summer and the fall and then the winter and the winter frost being your final product and that's one of those standalone ones that i'd say grab that if you want to just check it out um but the you know in general just go to new millennium nutrients.com then you can check out their cat they have a calculator and they have a uh, store finder so you can see what's going on and where you can get it and if your shop doesn't have it tell them about it because it's a uh, like i said it's a great formula and we're having them next week here on the show to start their giveaways everyone's gonna have to have, to have a giveaway figured out that'd be interesting because no one's gonna know what to do mm-hmm. they're gonna be like i don't know nope. what you're gonna do i don't know come on let's get creative there's things we can do it doesn't have to be the word of the week it could be something else could all just just for word of the week. Who the fuck knows? But uh, we'll know next week when we talk to Jaron, and go to them and check them out. And also, 
done deal again, even though no one knows what they're good for. Just throw them out there. Throw them out. Done deal. Done deal. Uh, next on our list, of course, is Incredibles. And Incredibles is coming on the show the week after, like I was saying. So we're going to just kind of roll through our sponsors over the next few weeks and uh, get them on the show and kind of explain what's going on and get it all kind of dialed in. We're going to be changing it up a little bit. And uh, same with the – we're going to have a giveaway from everybody weekly. So it'll be a little more interesting <coughs> all around and keep everybody – uh, you know, seeing the flow where they're like, dude, I had three people from the Adam Dunn show contact me. But then those three people turn out to be super cool and actually do really good work and make millions. Who knows? Everything from, the, uh, and the thing is that we only work with people that we want to work with. And Incredibles is like that. It's like you guarantee you get what you get. They uh, also produce their own medicine first to put in their uh, product. They also, you know, have their own extraction machines. They, they kind of do it from the ground up, which is what we like. And we're gonna have Derek coming in two weeks, maybe Max, probably Derek and Max, I would imagine. And uh, we can talk about the new products that they just brought out. Um, obviously, the new packaging and all the cool stuff. Just like you know, bring as much as you can. That's the most important part. We need we need to try as much as we can. Yes, That's the, that is it. And then uh, maybe we can do the fifty-two. We can do the fifty-two uh, eighty challenge. That'd be good, right? Yeah, man. I'm in. See, but we have to start like two hours before so that we've really like dragged. <laughs> Got to be able to know because otherwise, one I can I can probably hold out for two hours no problem, and then and then get home and I'll be like, uh, head is gonna be head's gonna be bobbing and everything. All right, we'll see. Um, <clears throat> but in general, the, you can know what you get with these guys and you can go to their, their website and see their story locator and dispensaries. And the thing is a lot of this stuff, it's sold out in right away. So you want to get it at the drop next, of course, build a soil who's going to do a giveaway and we'll have them on the show in probably three weeks. So sweet. Yeah. Guys, see how it goes? See, see, see the pattern? <laughs> I see the pattern. I do. There's a pattern coming up. Build a Soil is your one-stop shop for all uh, of your products that you would need for, from IPM uh, to starting off with uh, your soil, of course. And, uh, and also, they, everybody who works there is, like, super educated in what they do, and they all actually do it, so they know what's up. They have free freight in Colorado, which is awesome. And... Uh, was it Colorado and where? Uh, New Mexico. New Mexico, yes. I was waiting for it to flip around, but it'll come up. I'll be like, yes, there it is. Uh, so yeah, so if you're in New Mexico or Colorado, you get some free shipping, which then makes ordering soil and crazy stuff like that not so not such an intimidating thing compared to, uh, hey, I just ordered a bag of soil from Colorado. I live in Shanghai. Mm. They want 2000 <laughs> to yeah. bring it in. You're like, no, that's not really worth it. But in general, these guys have the best of the best. And uh, 855-877-SOIL, if you uh, want to give them a call, which is you know always a nice thing to do sometimes, actually call somebody. And especially when you're talking organic stuff, you might have questions, and these guys are there to answer them, which is important. Jeremy should hopefully be on the show in three weeks. We'll see. He, he's busy as fuck. He, I'm took me so long to nail him down just just to get to this this point i was like man 
because we're always missing each other. But he's going to be here, for, I think, for the garden show. So maybe that all works out time-wise. I'll see what time that goes on, and then probably have him come on then. Uh, 855-877-SOIL, buildasoil.com. And, of course, when you talk about soil, we talk about Mr. Ron Wallace. The WallaceWow.com is his website, and not the, but just WallaceWow.com. And uh, Ron, world record pumpkin grower and just in general all-around good grower so he's got a great mycorrhizal product <clears throat> give him a shout ask for the done deal uh and you know he's he's quick to ship his stuff too he can get overnight uh for free anywhere in the continental usa only he says but that's pretty awesome so uh, give him a shout wallacebell.com and once again done deal and Green Farms. Green Farms. Oh, yeah. We, we So now I have to figure out what he's going to do because, I mean, he, he'll, have, he'll have a little more of a tough time with the giveaways. But at the same time, he's got really dope uh, artwork and all his, his his swag is not really swag. So and my kid actually wears a lot of because can't go wrong with a totem. Ooh, they can give away some mushroom farming kits. They got mushroom farming kids? I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah. I don't know. It depends <laughs> where you are. I mean, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but they've got uh, a shop down in uh, Springs, which is medical. So if you have a medical card and you're in Colorado, you can go by their shop. Everything is no-till grown, which is awesome and very hard to find. Uh, and it's all living soil. And, and they, uh, you know, they, that's the thing about these guys is that they, they've taken their time. I watched them, you know, like really, like, the whole thing about organic is it's like it's like pushing something uphill for a long time, and then finally at a certain point it gets to that point, and then you just let it go, and it's fucking like whoa, it's doing itself. You're like that's so cool, but that first part is so hard, and uh, yeah, it's hard to do indoor like indoor no-till. These are the only guys I know doing it here in Colorado that that uh, you know that are available uh, in a medical situation or or, re- or recreational, but most places not. Um, these guys at Green Farms take the extra step, and they also have uh, the buffalo, which we've had the buffalo product on the sh- on the show many times. They've taken over that whole r- operation, and they have uh, Rasta worms and Rasta rooster and all sorts of good stuff. So you go to greenfarms.co. That's it, right? Yep. And then you can get the uh, get to their website where they have not only that but all the uh, they're doing some big things lately, so they, there are some people to watch. And they're also into mushrooms, which is great. Uh, we love mushrooms here on the show. Yes, we do. Uh, greenfarms.co. Check them out. And happy birthday to, J- to JW. This is the end of, our, end of our birthday month. Now I have my kid's birthday tomorrow, so one more. <laughs> Sliding in there, but, yep. It's the end of our month, man. <coughs> Huh? One more. Well, yeah. Yep. Of course, I got one more, and then we got the the end of the show, the, the big one, right? You say one more. Oh, I thought you, I was talking about the birthdays. Oh, one more birthday. Okay. Yeah, I you're, about one more. you're getting in. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Greenfarms.co though. Check those guys out. Yep. And one more until we have aluminum. That's what I was thinking. Gotcha. See, I'm just thinking about work. I'm, I'm like on a well, two more times. I'm on a work. Yes. Two, well, yes, no, no, no. technically, 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 this is the, uh, but <coughs> we have our, our man on the street. Maybe he'll, maybe he'll call in. I don't know. See, he's, he's usually in there. Uh, 
So if he wants to, just tell us what the hell's going on. We got our guys over at Seeds here now. Mr. James Bean, man on the scene. He could be. It's like he's like in, like in a helicopter just cruising around looking. He might call in. Uh, but James Bean and uh, Seeds here now. Great seed company. Uh, put together the best of the best when it comes to breeders. And, uh, you know, just kind of like they're. It's it's hard. It's a hard business. It's one of those things. There's a lot of people out there doing a lot of work, and he has to kind of pick and choose, and it gets always a little complicated. So there's people who, uh, you know, like he he's actually like you know taking it seriously and just making sure that uh, there's, there's trying to keep the beef down, but it's hard. There's a lot of beef in the fucking seed game. So it's like, damn, beef of the week. Call in James. <laughs> James. James is always having to deal with it because he's the owner. So, but at the same time, sometimes they're they're validated, I guess. But it's getting kind of it, it's getting a little getting a little weird lately. <laughs> and I I get it. I get it because you know it's like you, when you're a breeder, you always get insult. You get like when it goes bad, it's your fault, and when it goes good, it's it's their new thing. And you're like, okay, whatever. But that's kind of the name of the game, so you do have to get used to it if that's what you do. So, um, but it's funny to watch people just kind of get in, figure it out. They're like, "What? They do that? <laughs> well, of course they do that." So, uh, but James got hundreds of strains on his on his site. He's also got the Seedaholics, which is a, a charity site slash uh, auction site. Well, actually, auction site slash charity site. So he's got some things on there. And anything that is a charity is 100% money that goes to them. So always know that if you're checking those things out. And those are great because some of them, well, never great. Charities are never, <laughs> I can't say the best, those two words. Great charity. It's like more like, okay, they're serious. But they're but again, 100% of the uh, proceeds go into the person or event, whether it's Santa Rosa Fire or things like that. <sighs> Anyway, uh, seedsherenow.com, he's got the deals. He usually calls in. I don't know what he's doing. We're back. We're back. Holy fuck. Man, what a frickin' <laughs> ride that was, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He tried okay. to run it through my phone. It did not work. Yeah. Don't, don't do that. Okay. All right. That ain't happening. Uh, Jessica did con- contact us, so yes. uh, you're ready now. She, she can hit us now. Uh, well, sort of. Let's get finished. Let's finish. We are on Green Farms, I believe. Yes. If you don't know, or if you could tell us if we were not at Green Farms, uh, <laughs> please make it known. But I believe we were. And if we were, then greenfarms.co is your one-stop shop. Uh, as far as cannabis goes, it's in uh, Colorado Springs. But you can just pick up products like uh, organic soil and uh, organic amendments at their shop, which is Green Farms Feed and Seed in Louisville. Uh Oops, we are, and, okay, almost, we are almost ready. Uh, yeah, one-stop shop, and you go to greenfarms.co to check out their where their stores are, and also they're doing consulting on larger gigs, so they're doing some big things, doing some hemp farming, doing some mushroom farming, so all those good things. Reach out, done deal, of course, with all, as with all. Ba-boom. Ba-bam, and uh, now, of course, people we forgot i talked about them already but you guys missed out uh 
our buddies over at See You Tier Now taking all sales. Oh, is this what we were looking at? I thought it was an old. You said it was old. No, 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 it no. It was new. New I, and old. I have it on two different computers. Oh I'm God. showing you what we're what yeah. I'm showing the people. Oh, okay. Uh, gotcha. In a janky fashion, yes. Jiggity janky. This is just well, this is not jiggity janky. See you here now. Dot com. Uh, James being man on the scene, if he was around, he'd give a call in and start throwing down the BOGO deals. But you can check for yourself on the website. Uh, BOGO, now I understand, does not mean new seed company stealing all my genetics, but means uh, that buy, was one, funny. buy one, get one free. I learned something. I was like, well, who are these BOGO guys? They're killing it, stealing all our shit. No, you buy one, you get one free. Um, check out the deals. There's some uh, THCs and Sage Masters select deals out there, so check that BOGO. Some of them are great. And then also you can go to seedaholics.com uh, and check out their charity sites and um, auction sites. And the charities are 100% given to the people who deserve them. Uh, and there's some meaningful ones going on, so go check that out, seedaholics.com. And with the, um, of course, the done deal. Throw the done deal in there. It works now. It's all computerized, man. You just put that done deal in. I think you get 15% off. I think, who knows? Could be more. But check them out. And uh, of course, we have our last uh, uh, sponsor, Luminar. But we'll, oh no, Treasure first. Treasure. Treasure. Stick me at Treasure. Boom. And uh, our buddies over at Treasure in, uh, in uh, Barcelona, if you go there. Make sure you roll in, ask for that done deal, get taken care of right away. Great people, you know, just good music, good times, great ventilation, as we have to say. Mm -hmm. It's their big thing. Yeah. Not their big thing, but the big thing out there. I didn't, yeah, yep. We didn't have it too bad. We didn't really roll around too hard, though. No. We just stayed there. We had a lot of work to do. We had a lot of work. We had shows to make. Yes. We, we had uh, amps that we burnt out. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh, mixers yeah. that we burnt down. Yeah. That was fun. Burnt down mixers. Mm. But all was good. We did actually did some good shows from there. You should check those out if you haven't seen them yet. Uh, They're all labeled with Spandibus 2019. Spandibus 2019. And there was some, yeah, there was some good interviews. And uh, had Ed Rosenthal there, like, talking some smack right yeah the first night was real good and then yeah. the, we yeah. had the terp tower yep. that was fun too and yeah this last night with pd and the dj there and oh shit. the butt tender yeah so yeah all on here if you want to check it out and go there yourself you hit barcelona you just get it get in one of those cabs and booyah straight to the spot get that done deal uh also illuminar we'll talk about a little bit of course they're going to be helping out we're going to be doing the I guess we'll be doing the thing at the end, as we always do. But in between right now, we're going to get our actual guests late to the show. But she has good she has good excuses already, as usual. She's going to call in now. Uh, we had a two-second chat before, so I was glad that we actually did not have her. That would have been a terrible show. The yeah, that would have been. Cheesecake Lady with no Cheesecake Lady. So now we're just going to go a little later because we had all these fuck-ups. Yeah. And then I just bought my wife a brand new freaking computer. So first job is going to be to make this show actually watchable. And we're going to not we're not going to put it out straight out. We're going to 
put it together and make it a It'll be a separate it, post. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, right now. It, be, it, we, yeah. we won't be able to replace this. Oh, okay. I found that out the hard way. Oh, we can or we're not? Then. No. Well, we'll just still make a nice edited version for Well, yeah, exactly, yeah. We'll for just ourselves. And no, we'll upload it. And yeah. Yeah. Then you can get the, the edited super version where I'll, I'll look 10 years younger and so no one can make comments. Like, oh, oh, yeah. And it looks like he's, look at those filters. They get that beauty mode on there. Yeah. yeah. Ching. <laughs> Well, hopefully I don't have to. So, um, <laughs> it's Jess Gillaroo. Hopefully gets the message now and is ready to call in and give us her sort of details of the reasons why she's late. Um, cool. Yeah, I think uh, now the, then the cheesecake riot will have been alleviated, so there you go. I'm feeling better already. Well, if she calls. If not, then it's cheesecake everywhere, which wouldn't be a bad thing. Should I call her? Uh, you could. You have her number. I do. All right, call her. I'll tell her we're calling. Oh, no, she says K. She says K. She's ready. Give her 30 seconds. All right. All right. See. We can see how, if she's got the number right. Let me double check and make sure. Sometimes, a lot of times I put my own number because I'm retarded like that. <gasps> Does it? 8237. Did it? I gave her the right number, I believe. Fantastic. Fantastic. Need a lighter. Yeah. So the torch doesn't even light. even though you light it, it doesn't really light. Yeah, it's it's not a good way to light. Come on, Jessica. Call in now, please, darling. Come on. <laughs> Hello? Aha. Uh -huh. See, we had to call you. I was like, all right, we're not waiting around. We're not waiting around. How are you doing? I'm good. Oh, it's you. It's exciting. It's um, me. This is me. This is live. This is this is you. This is your show. On the air. This is your show. It's not really my show. It's, it's your show. From the, no, no, this is actually the your title. title is Cheesecake Radio. My song, as it were. Yeah, your your name is bigger than mine, so that's for sure yours. It's your show this time. How I don't you, think so, actually. Uh, I think I've successfully faded into obscurity, to be honest with you. No, not at all. I, well, you're. Uh, yeah, you. We didn't. See, well, I wish I had you in the, in the studio last week. That would have been much better uh, move, I think. Because uh, first it, of all, it probably you, would have been less of me sitting by the side of the highway, sitting by the side of a highway. But other than that, um, yeah, I have the window rolled up and the air conditioning on, so we can have this intimate shared time. I know. The dog I, may I, be panting. I mentioned you were on the road, so I knew that it was going to be like a tough, a tough one. So I gave everybody the, you know, I, I, I made it work. Don't worry. Uh, but this is now your show officially. This is the cheese. This is the cheesecake, cheesecake lady Jessica Larue's twirling hippie show. 
20 right now here <laughs> here we go it's live so, i think that the the, the uh, unspoken irony is that any show with my name on it would of course have complete internet failure um you know so that that makes a, a certain degree of sense that that's that's beautifully wrought um yeah i don't i, I don't know what to today i mean other than that uh you know it's been an exciting time just to be on the road right now yeah. And, uh, yeah. So, uh, um, I had a I had a guy call in earlier, and he was asking about what happened in Holland, and I, or in uh, what happened in Denver, as far as the in Colorado, as far as the weed and the personal growing and all that. And I was like, oh, what, see, if you were on the show, that could have been like a two hour two hour rant right there. We could have had we could have had it going on. Did you? But nothing uh, happened this this year. It just continued to be disappointing, and we saw a lot of fucking busts. I mean, we saw so many busts. Mm-hmm. That really, I mean, I think we saw a bust of 37 plants in, uh, I forget where that was, but it was somewhere south of Denver. Um, that would have been basically perfectly legal before HB 1220. And so, um, you know, we've seen that. Probably the biggest thing that's got me up, up in rantery in the past, say, month was the announcement that the prison in Sterling, Colorado, began a, um, you know, top top fancy pilot program um but okay so it's like where they're going to have prisoners work on hemp farms prison labor so jim crow prison labor working on hemp farms subsidized by the state taxpayer um now that that would be absolutely fucking vomitous and disgusting enough if it weren't for the fact that somehow the state of Colorado's very first pilot program that it decided to develop in Sterling, Colorado, for some reason, mm-hmm. just happens to belong to a farm owned by a family of a former disgraced state senator who had to resign because of sexual harassment. Mm. So basically, this guy just resigned from the state legislature in the last two years. He was fairly big in hemp while he was in the legislature. He was actually somebody we considered an ally. Um, but he got gropey. He got pushed out. And now somehow his family was the very first family to get state-subsidized, taxpayer-funded, save labor for his hemp farm. I think this is very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people, people just don't care about this stuff. But this is pretty much why I'm like, I can't stay here because I can't have conversations with people if they don't find this interesting and noteworthy. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And nobody seems to be the least bit ruffled by that, but it really just to me just kind of illustrates the exact same thing. That these guys could be in prison for having smoked a joint 10 years ago and gotten caught in the wrong place doing so. And now their chance to go outside and work on a nice hemp farm, the state subsidized by the taxpayer so that this person with political connections can be the person they try this pilot program out for. Oh, and he sent a bunch of press releases out to a bunch of the local papers and made sure that they all mentioned how his farm is organic, except that there is no fucking state certification for organic, so that's even more fucking layers of bullshit and annoyingness. Organic and prison and prison worked <laughs> like great, like it's like a organic plantation. <laughs> This is my, hey, hey, man, do you want to try my organic prison labor gas station CBD? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, I, I have seen some pretty whack shit, like, and, and, and it actually, it's, it's ridiculous. I mean, 
driving across Utah gas station CBD. Cool, man. Yeah. Doesn't get, I'm like, this is big time. Doesn't get you high. But like, we know my, my my prediction on that, my prediction on that is that there's so much bullshit, like hot stuff that I know of that gets probably pushed into the system that guys like that probably buy. And I could just imagine that if you're a truck driver and you drive cross country all the time and you're thinking that you're going to get like, oh, I want to be healthy. I'm going to take these CBDs that those probably have enough THC in them that to accumulate to get you busted. You know what I mean? That's kind of my prediction. So that, that hemp stuff. Just oh, like, I definitely feel like there's going to be somebody who's going to try to get off the hook by using the gas station CBD excuse sure. or loophole, if you will. Well, I think it could that's, be true. That's I think it could be true. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't think it's, I'm just saying that that's going to be a thing, both truthfully and not in the near and unspecified future is my prediction. If you drive a truck, but, uh, basically know, but, saying, if you drive a truck, listen to the Adam Dunn show. We're giving it to you right now. There you go. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> You're out. Break a breaker one. Uh, we got the way down on the CBD. <laughs> um, that, that was my impression of a, of a uh, CB. It was really impressive. I, I hope that was the sound of a... Uh, Intern back there choking on their own disgust and stupidity, but um, you know we have nothing left to cling to. But this does bring up an interesting segue, which is that I don't know if you have seen the results of the testing that uh, Audrey Hatfield had done on the CBDs, just to test against their packaging claims out of um, Colorado Springs. Was it, was, uh, that, was that was that the one that was that the one that led to the liver thingy, or is that something else? No, no, that was an actual scientific study. This was uh, Audrey, um, who is a well-known patient advocate uh, for a long, long time. I've probably known her for well over 10 years, um, who's from the Colorado Springs area and has done a lot of work with patients down there, had a uh, laboratory who said they would help her do a project with her to just test different brands of these CBDs against what their packaging claims said they would be. So I had a couple samples I sent her. Other people were solicited to just, hey, send a sample or go, you know, go to wherever, buy a sample, send it and have it included in the study. So they ended up testing, I think, 11 different brands. I, I know um, Two's Hempin was part of it. Um, and they basically just, all, you know, it didn't say if it had pesticides. It didn't say whether it was clean or dirty or anything like that. It just said, was it matching the package labeling? And if not, was it above or below the package labeling? Was it just CBD or was it full spectrum and including THC? And so basically they just tested to say, was it hot? Mm -hmm. Did it match its labeling? And only, I think, two or three out of the whole 11 actually were even pretty close. I mean, she would say, like, oh, this one's above, but it's pretty close, or this one's above, but it's, like, way above, and that's, like, kind of, you know, not such a bad deal, except if you're dosing a child. You know, that kind of thing. But it was it was pretty interesting that it was, some of them were like trace elements. Um, and you kind of wish she had kept the sample so that you could have them retested for, you know, purity, so to speak. Because, <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but it was interesting for sure that they had uh, done that, you know, yeah. lab testing. On, uh, well, of course, and now, they're trying to do that with everything, though. Now with the post post decarb problems, and that's that's pretty much the the fuck up thing now is that the wrong people are trying to just make it tighter. They're squeezing it tighter and tighter, so it's like mm, I don't think anybody's going to pass that. You know what I mean? Like there's the way that they're 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 trying to test it as it's been 
activated. You know what I mean? It's like, no, that's not how it works. It's in the field. It's live. Yeah, you know? yeah you've got you've got those problems too. But you know, I mean, when something has only trace elements in it, I don't think that's the problem. You know, that and the problem is just some guy who puts a little bit of green trace stuff in of olive oil and shook it up and sent it off to the marketplace mm-hmm. and that's a whole other issue because it undermines the viability and credibility of this you know it, it undermines the credibility of your fucking snake oil i mean i'm sorry but it's like you know you gotta like you know it's just it's like this source material like if people have good starting material they can sometimes make really good things that work but for the most part oh totally but i'm just saying that now because so many people have entered a vastly um over you know over promising marketplace mm-hmm. there's just sort of this i don't know how to describe it but you know i mean so many people want to cash in on something they don't know enough about that it's diluting the veracity of the claims being made about how well that product could work Mm-hmm. And should work if it was being made properly by, say, a professional. You know, mm-hmm. that's that's all I'm suggesting. You know, from my perspective over here, is that um, when you're when you're buying things on a willy-nilly thing, and you have a hundred. I mean, I don't know if they tested the stuff from Whole Foods or the stuff from Vitamin Cottage, but I mean, now you've got like a in-house Vitamin Cottage brand CBD. You've, got, I right. mean, some of these places are like, okay, we're going to have an Exxon Mobil brand in-house CBD. Like, some of the stuff, it just, it's, okay, mm-hmm. it's fine. I don't really see that as a, actually, I don't see CBD at Biden Cottage as a conflict of interest at all compared to, say, the fact that I went to the gas station earlier and I was celebrating and I bought myself a little pipe and they have, like, you know, all these gas station CBDs in there. They have, like, six different kinds. And then they have, like, you know, red beverage right next to them for sale. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, great. You know, this is, Probably not exactly the image we're trying to cultivate medically if we're really wanting to, you know, study this, take ourselves seriously. I believe with proper study, it would emerge that CBD is just something that had a lot of attention, but really wasn't the most important cannabinoid all along anyway. So yeah. I'm just going to say that. Oh, I think so too. Can, it'll, so. it'll give the internet something to rage about, and then the show will be popular, and I'll be like, thank God people wanted to listen to my show. Well, the funny thing about CBD is that it's the one thing that's the easiest to uh, precipitate out when you're trying to make oils and things like that. Like, it kind of jumps out at you, you know what I mean, compared to the other things. So it's it's like kind of the convenient one, and it does work, but it's kind of like it works better in, in conjunction with other things. That's kind of pretty obvious. And so it's like when it has this 99.8% isolate, and then they throw it into everything that they can throw it into they're not getting effect. You know what I mean? They're getting like, just kind of like numbers because they can say, because um, a thousand milligrams this, or whatever, you know? As, yeah. As a person who spent, I don't know, from like, I'm getting pretty close to 30 years of making extracts for edible making purposes. And, you know, I never have believed that isolate was the medically best choice. I feel that you lose, I mean, in the eighties and the nineties, when I was learning to make extracts, Nobody, they hadn't discovered the endocannabinoid system. Nobody knew of a cannabinoid. Nobody knew what a terpene was. Those things legitimately had not been discovered. But we, we had this term we used that was phytonutrients. And it was like, I don't even know exactly what it means. But I, but I used it because I learned from some other old hippies. And basically it was about the concept that you know, the whole plant has 
other micronutrients and vitamins and minerals in it besides just THC. And we were talking about that in 1987, 1988, 1989, but we didn't have the scientific language that some 30-year-old kid today is going to try to bludgeon me with as if I don't know anything. And I will still stand on my opinion that isolate is an interesting achievement. I, I give credit to the achievement of having done something scientifically that we just didn't have the luxury to play around with and work with back in the day. But I don't think it's more medically bioavailable or more of a medically viable product. So that's yeah. just my opinion. I agree. And I also, really, I also feel really strongly that when you put something into like an isolate, You've taken it out of the lipid system, and you're, I mean, I'll say this other than a way that's going to sound kind of, people are going to think this sounds controversial, but I'm trying to express a concept. It's like the take the difference between taking a coca leaf and chewing it and putting it between your lips mm-hmm. and making cocaine or crack. And I kind of look at isolate as being kind of like the, you know, the penultimate crack. But it really doesn't, it, it, it just... It, it just takes just, you know, certain aspects of things, and it doesn't give you a hmm. balanced spectrum. I don't know how to say it. No, you're, you're I, correct. I think it's fine for people to do it and enjoy it and use it in whatever aspect they want. I mean, I'm, I'm certainly never going to tell anybody else that they can't do whatever the fuck they want with a cannabis plant. Because my number one goal is just for everybody to do whatever the hell they want with their cannabis plants. Mm-hmm. With the possible exception of not blowing up houses and burning neighborhoods down, because I live in a rural area where, you know, fire danger and shit. But other than that, all cool. You know, like, um, I, I tend to think there's some common sense stuff, and I, we're in a time right now where common sense doesn't work. I'm literally I'm literally making bubble hash again, because I'm like, this, this is more, I, I feel good about it, and... I'd rather just turn my product into that because before I'd give it, I'd give it to somebody, they'd blast it or whatever, and give me back half, and you never know how much you really get back. And then I was like, you know what? I'll just go back to making hash, and so it's kind of been fun. I've been just doing that, and like, well, now when you go somewhere and you have that, people are like, ooh, exactly, because you know, it's a lot things of work. come full circle. Well, because then you, yeah. and when you do it, you're like, oh yeah, that's why I don't do this anymore because. I only smoke this one screen or two screens and the rest I give to other people. And then it's like, in a way, you know, I, <laughs> underst- I understand now. And then I end up with a bunch that I turn into this and then I have buckets of like 190 or 160 lying around. You don't know what to do with it, you know? I'm going to turn that into How But now you, just squish every- <laughs> now you just squish everything into rosin, so it's a totally new world. It's a new world, man. So I was like, I'm going to make hash and then I'll have to get my rosin press and all the work. I, I'm excited that I'm going to have a house with, like, indoor plumbing and power again, and I'll be able to actually, like, maybe, um, you know, have my garden back again after about eight, nine years. So it's it, that's exciting news from my perspective. Like, I don't know what I'll do. The giddy possibilities are endless. Um, yeah. You know, that I, can, that I can... Um, it has been, but, you know, I'm excited about these things. Um, water and electricity are really neat. People like them. That's what I hear. So, you know, I, I, I thought I'd try them for myself. <laughs> and, uh, it, it's been a long time, but, you know, the, the wheel has spun back upward, and I just clung on to that shit until it came back up and was like, I refuse to be spit off down here at the bottom, you know. And she goes around, and I can got to hold on. It's pretty much my observation on that one, um, you know. Yay. Well, well you, won't but, feel, you won't feel so... Uh 
like uh, involved though right away when you get there too? Because <clears throat> no, no, no. My theory is that um, everyone will completely discount me as a meaningless old woman who's just rambling and has no nothing to contribute, yeah. and I'll be off the hook, and I won't have anything to do. I'll just fade into even more obscurity. <laughs> and so like, uh, like maybe once a year, there'll be like an occasional mention. I I really do like. It's funny because I mean I've been I've been house hunting in like eight different legal states all around, and you know been all sorts of places. And it's been fantastic. I've gone into places, you know, I went into a dispensary in one state, and the people there were, like, so fucking condescending to me. It was fucking awesome. And the guy was telling me all about how he's, like, you know, such a pimp, and he knows everything, and he owns these three shops, and, you know, da-da-da, and, you know, here's this and here's that. And I was like, yeah, that's cool, man, you know? (laughs) But your weed sucks. And, you know, um... I literally just told him that. I'm like, this, you know, this doesn't snap switches. Like, that's insulting to me. Um, like, you can tell your, you can tell yourself you're wrong, but I'm going to judge you on my own opinion about that. And you won't know who I am, and you'll just think that that's some old woman who was a bitch to come up in here. Great news. Maybe you'll fucking be a little more polite to all the next old woman who comes in here. She Ooh. might also be a fucking stoner of renown. Sounds like you a know? Old. You don't really. Sounds like an author. It sounds like an author situation. It sounds like you're gonna go around and do some to do some writing. You should just go around, hit all the dispensaries, just be there. No, you know what I think would be funny to do would just be to like have a like a like not like a fucking prank thing, but like something where different D-list celebrities of of say twelve, thirteen years ago before it was legal. Yeah. Go into dispensaries and just have a fucking undercover video, and then at the end reveal like, oh hey, yeah, let's show you all the fucking like credentials and high times articles and like sure. old fucking pictures from fucking skunk or whatever the fuck we have on this actual person that you just said. Oh well, you know that's not how terpenes work, too. Or oh, you know, um, they do this kind of a tremor. Oh, you know, we only sell sealed jars, and you can't open it and smell it and look at it. Right. Like okay, like just just. Just the attitude that they give to people that they don't know is awesome. Hmm. And it would be hilarious to have, like, just a little undercover thing where you're like, okay, we just will send in, you know, somebody that we would know and be like, oh, wow, cool. And maybe we wouldn't have seen them because we would have maybe read about them or heard about them through underground networking. But, you know, people who were kind of OG before it was OG and didn't, like, put their face out there and flash themselves around like they were celebrities. No, that was like, yeah. Not like me. I didn't. I. You know what? I. I hate to say it. Like, I didn't. If I shave, if I shave, I could go anywhere, and then nobody knows who the fuck I am. That's the best part. Like that for like that first couple weeks when I shave, I can roll into places and. I I I hate to say it, but because of the of the youth and the complete oblivion of most of these people who work in these places, Mm. I have a feeling you could roll in just about anywhere if you you know, put on like. I mean, I don't think you could do it in hood lab pose, but. I'm pretty sure you could do it in like some yeah. Walmart ass fucking like button up plaid shirt. Well, I just, put like, I, just, I just put on like, like I'm a Jew coming in for my first time and, and put some rollies in my ear and things. Then, you know, then I'm done. Done deal right there. And then it's I can say, you, you, you've been done, man. You've been done. <laughs> yeah, Steve, yeah. this would be great. Yeah. yeah. And then you yeah, could you have your right. different agents, and then we'd be like, yo, we're part of the Adam Dunn show. We're here to show how yeah. fucking uh, new school idiots don't even know their history. And like, and this slap is going to be. Do we you get know, to slap anybody around? Is there some slapping? Or is it just. 
<laughs> no, I'm just kidding. There was some verbal. <laughs> uh, you know what? I, I would be willing to bet if, if someone could go back and get the security surveillance camera after I walked out of there, I would be willing to bet the owner of that place turned to his little fucking bimbo employee and was like, damn, that was a rough 15 seconds there while that lady was in here. You know, because um, he, he, he kept trying to show me these jars and upsell me on some sh- eh. And I was like, nah, nope, not even interested. Smells like hay. Crap. Yeah. Yuck. Look yeah. at this machine trim. Totally has no crystal content. What the hell are you trying to sell me here? And I was just calling each fucking sample he showed me. I was like, mediocre. Whatever. This is what I, you know, like, this doesn't even have any sense to it. It's like, what the hell is this? How old is it? Mm-hmm. And so I don't think he liked that. It took him, like, showing me 17 samples before I bought an eighth of something that I wasn't that impressed with. And then I bought some other samples of something that was pre-packaged that I couldn't check out in advance because at least it seemed crispy and dry enough to actually be able to break it up without a grinder. Mm-hmm. And uh, actually, that shit was the fucking best out of anything I bought, the little pre-packaged package that was, like, their, their B packaging. And I'm like, well, let me see that. And I looked at it, and I'm like, oh, it's got some crystal content to it. Guy's not making any bullshit claims on his packaging. It didn't have any fucking chemical aftertaste. It was a decent B plus quality fucking weed, you know. Which for me is actually kind of a, you know, you could take that to the honor roll. You still got a B plus, mm-hmm. you know. So um, it was interesting to me though, for sure, to be like, this took like ten minutes of you opening jars and talking all this baller smack about all these fucking growers. And me being like, I'm just really not even impressed with any of this. Mm-hmm. And I can't do anything more than, like, look at an open jar. And I can't smell it. And I can't see if it's, you know, finished and cured or if it's just in there wet. And some of it you can tell it's in there wet because you can smell that it's in there wet. Yeah. And you're just like, you know, don't, don't even come at me with you own three stores and you're an OG if you got fucking wet weed on the shelf, brother. You know, that's just... I mean, I know we all tried to get away with that when we were, like, in our, you know, first couple crops, but come the fuck on. We've all come too far for these things to be tolerated anymore. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. It's been it's been interesting to see. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of ready just to go back to my fucking shack and my own thing and not be, you know, I mean, I'm still going to do what I can to help people in that, but I'm not going to obsess my life about, fixing everybody else's problem anymore because that's just you know it didn't it, it it made things for me not so fucking awesome and mm. i'm i'm over it it took me a while to get over it but i was like i can help and i was like oh you don't want my fucking help you just want to complain and it's just gonna drag me down and then i had to run away and here we are <laughs> running away in, so, the, in the process of running away um, i am i did i tell you that i bought a pt42 workhorse for the process of running away because I didn't have a house. I, I sold my house without knowing where I would move. This guy came and knocked on my door and asked if he could buy my house. Mm. And I'd had so many problems with my house, I was just like, fuck yeah. But of course, in my mind, I'm thinking, don't appear desperate, don't appear desperate. So I was like, maybe. And then I agreed to sell him my house, and I was stoked. But then I had like 65 days to figure out where the fuck I was going to go. And so mm-hmm. I bought a house today, and my house in Denver, or my house in, not Denver, but in Colorado, diaspora wilderness, um, is going to close in a week from Monday, so I literally have like eight days to get home and get everything out of there and into my workhorse truck that I bought from the post, so I, I, I've been on a kick of buying postal auction vehicles, hmm. I got this one that I went on the 
I, I, I think I've traveled like five out of the last seven months just traveling and living in this van. Hmm. Um, not because I'm homeless, but because it would be more fun than being in my house while I was waiting for my house to sell. Right. And so I've been now in like 16 states in my little travels of fun times, and I've had a great time. And my dog, you know, good old Panama, he's getting older and he's got some health issues, so I'm trying to make every day epic and awesome for him. And I would say, you know, at least five out of seven days have been epic for awesome for him for every week for the last year. So it's been a good thing for us buying these postal vehicles, so I decided I'd buy it. I was so happy with my first postal vehicle, I doubled down and buy a whole moving truck from the post office for $2,600. Nice. 30,000 miles on it. That's good. So it's basically a UPS truck with 32,000 miles on it that I paid $2,500 for. Wow. That's a good deal. And those are Did, the ones that they like to convert for food trucks. So my theory is Does it have the clear when I roof? get to my destination. You got, you got the clear roof in the back? Um, I believe that roof was clear originally, but it has been damaged by the weather, and it is now sort of a hmm. weathered yellow right. patina to it, you know? Yeah, but it does let a little bit of light through. It lets light through a little bit. Oh, it totally lets light through. No, you, you could yeah. sit in there and, like, you know, when I picked it up, I was like, oh, we could have, like, a little tea party in here and, like, have a glamping, you know... I, I, I was like, should I convert it into a camper or should I convert it into a food truck? And of course, we got to make money. So a food truck is, so basically I bought myself the kind of truck that they turn into a food truck and I'm going to use it to move all my stuff. Then and then when I get all my stuff out of it, I'm going to make it into a food truck and either sell it for a profit so I can get paid for having moved, mm -hmm. which is a nice concept because I really haven't had a job all year because I was like, oh, I'm going to move. So I don't want to get a job. And so. That's yeah, all fucking cool until you get to, like, July, and you're like, I haven't had a job all fucking year. But then and, you're going to fix it up. Then you're going to fix it up and be all, damn, it's pretty hot. Yeah, but I'm going to be like, I could work this. <laughs> I could work another 80-hour week job. Exactly. If, if I could make edibles and drive around and sell them out of that at fucking street fairs and festivals, I'd do it all day long. But no one will let me do what I want to do. Mm -hmm. So fuck their ass. I probably don't want to have a job. I'd rather just be retired. And my theory is, since I, I bought the house that I bought today outright, so I don't have to make payments on it after, well, I have to make one more payment. I made a payment today, and I have to make one more payment in a month. And then I don't have to make payments on it after that, and it's solar, so I don't have to pay for the electric bill anymore, so that's good. Um, so, you know, it has some good things going for it, but my goal is, yeah, like, like I've always been kind of ahead of the curve. I'm like, what the fuck? Why not get ahead of the curve on retirement? Why be so, like, trying to prove that you're fucking better than other people at shit? Maybe I'm just better at being retired than you motherfuckers. That's well, what I'm going to try to prove next. Well, yeah, getting definitely not having to do much and still making things work is a good good way to finish it off. But it does uh, takes a lot to I, to properly retire. It takes a lot to not want to have your ego be gratified by trying to prove that you're fucking better than everyone else. I know. It's really hard. I'm right, trying yeah. to work on this well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, oh, fuck. so tell us about your uh, uh, being late today. What was the deal? My what? Being late. We were trying to get in touch with you. What was happening? What was happening at the? Oh yeah, no, that was, that was actually quite hilarious. I um, so I knew you wanted to do the show at four o'clock local time where I'm at, and I was like, all right, I can get that under control. And um, I actually was like, you know, yeah, I got to have this, all this paperwork and shit wrapped up. So you know, went out to the house, signed all the paperwork. Did a bunch of shit, took some water samples and stuff, because, you know, I still got my, like, month of inspections and things to do. And, 
basically um, left the guy and was all like, fuck yeah, bought a house. Earlier today, I had bought myself a little present of a fucking, like, you know, maybe 10-inch gas station bong, because I like bong hits, and, you know, didn't have a bong in the travel van, and I wanted one. So I went to the gas station, I bought myself a little, hey, bought a house today present for myself, because, you know, gotta gotta treat yourself fairly in these situations. So I was like, ooh, the little house has, like, a lake two miles from it. I'm going to pull up over here on the private land and go onto this private lake that I'm not supposed to go to. I'm going to smoke some weed over there because I'm going to be on the Adam Dunn show in like 15 minutes and I'll be right like five minutes late, which is exactly what they expect from me because I'm going to take this break to smoke this fucking weed before I get on there Perfect. and I have to do it somewhere where I'm not, I have to go into the town where I can't just like sit on the fucking main drag and smoke a bowl while I'm using the phone. So, you know, logical, sit out, walk over there, take my little toy down to the lakefront. I'm all enjoying myself, you know, beautiful, sunny fucking day. And I go back to the car, I toss my keys on the front seat, I decide, I'm fucking starving, it's a 10 minute drive into town, I'm going to make a little ham sandwich here, the fucking car, so I go in the back, get in the cooler, make a little sandwich, I'm all like, yeah, fucking hi, I a little sandwich, a shit talk on the Adam Dunn show, all my shit's right on fucking time, yay me, <laughs> look at my front seat. I just locked my fucking keys in the car, and I'm on private land in the middle of fucking nowhere, about two miles from the house I just bought where I don't make want to make this first impression on my new neighbors. So I'm like, fuck, this will be a great story for the Adam Dunn show or it'll never get told because I'll die and they'll find my bones here because I'm not going to ask for help. Every fucking tool I would need to break into my car, which I know exactly how to do, is inside the fucking car. I locked. Awesome. Awesome. So... I start searching around to see if some other asshole had been trespassing on private land, and sure enough, yeah, I found, like, a random metal bar got that wedged into the fucking door and opens the door, like, just, 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 like, maybe a quarter of an inch. What kind of car so, are you driving? What kind of car are you driving? I'm, oh, it's the sweet post office Dodge Caravan oh, yeah, that has all office. the cages built into the window. Should be able to it has pop. all the cages built into the window so you can't fucking break into it. Uh-huh. <laughs> that makes it extra awesome. So then I took the rear, rear windshield wiper off of the back, and I got all MacGyver with that shit, and I took it apart, and I stretched it into, like, three long sections, mm-hmm. and I used a hair tie to hold them together, because I ha- still had a hair tie in my hair. That's MacGyver. And then I... Yeah, hair That's ties. MacGyver, yep. Che- I used gum. a hair tie. Chewing gum. I did not have chewing gum, because I have good habits, and I keep my breath fresh in other methods, um, because chewing gum is kind of like, you know, so white trash. But anyway, I digress. (laughs) I don't know. I don't chew chewing gum. Like, do you want people on your show being like, I just ate almonds. I just ate almonds, almonds, which was even worse. I was like, why would I do do that? Almonds are lovely. Yeah, but not when you're on the air. I was just like watching myself. I was like, yeah, it looks bad. Eating almonds. I've eaten like so (laughs) many times of cherries. It's like I'm stuck in my teeth. (laughs) So anyway. So the story is... Mm -hmm. I MacGyvered the, the windshield wiper into a three-piece thing that was long enough to reach. And then I got it through the door, but I couldn't pull the knob up. So I had to pull it out and reconfigure it twice. And this all took about 37 minutes, which I'm proud of, actually, that my turnaround time with no tools to get into the locked, secured postal vehicle, um, total work style. Basically, what I'm telling you is no Wookiee will be kept out of anything. No. Like, I will break in. I, I totally am good at breaking into shit. I'm actually, 
of all the people I know, if you broke, if you needed an older shitty car broken into, yeah, you should call me. I'm old shitty very, car very good at that. Yeah, because the new cars suck. It's the worst. Like, well, this the, is still but, 2003. It's not a total. I mean, it's it's in the borderline. Like it's you know. I mean, for me, this is a nice new car, you know? Still only has, like, 67,000 miles on it, and I put two, I put 27,000 of those on there, so... Yeah, it sounds like you've know, got a good deal, 30,000 miles on a car is awesome. They, uh, oh, the, this one had 40,000 when I bought it, but I paid $1,000 for this one. I see then the, the, the workhorse, the food truck one, had 32,000 miles when I bought it, and I paid $26,000 for that one. So I'm, between two cars that I bought from the post office... I got one with 30,000 miles and one with 40,000 miles, and my total outlay cost was a little bit over $36,000. $3,600. So that's actually pretty good for uh, two low-mileage vehicles. But, you know, one of them I can turn into a commercial business, and the other one I've spent the last eight months just having a fucking blast having it as a toy. I built out a, you know, I built out a sweet rig in here with a stove and a cooler and a bed and a little storage for all my clothes and my skis and stuff can be stored under the bed so um skis aren't doing me much good now but in the winter last winter i went on a six state ski odyssey that was pretty awesome and uh enjoyed that quite a bit you know just had to take a mental break from all the fucking bullshit and politics and you know throat slitting because uh I, I think it was fun for everyone that i provided a colorful rant and translation about it but i don't think it was really good for my mental health Oh, no, you were absorbing a lot because there was a lot of bullshit going on there that obviously... Right, well, you can't basically be the only person who's like, hey, corruption again, hey, corruption again. And I mean, mm-hmm. it's hard for me to look away from it in Colorado because I, I, I can't just read the article that they're having this pilot program mm-hmm. without knowing that the name of the guy who's being quoted about his organic farm and sucking his own dick over it well, hey, that name is really familiar to me. Why is it so familiar to me? Because I've testified in so many hemp bill hearings to the Ag Committee. Who, who was on that Ag Committee? The guy with the same last name. I wonder if this is his nephew or his son, because this guy is about 30, 40, and that guy's about 60. Mm-hmm. Like, come the fuck on. Do you think we're stupid? I mean, but yeah, most people are. I had to ask several other people who are activists at the Capitol, hey, did you read this article? And all of them were, yeah, like, that's so fucking bogus. That's so fucking bogus. I'm like, well, what do you think about the fact that it's this guy's family? And as soon as I mentioned that it was this guy's family, everybody clicked, but nobody who had read that article but me put together, like, why the fuck? Like, this is not a common family name. Hmm. This is this fucking motherfucker's family. And then, then of course, I, I put it together that that was his name and remembered his name. So I Googled the gentleman. Well, where do you think it lists his birthplace? Fucking Sterling. So, like, yeah, when you fucking, you were elected from that district, and I remembered that, you know, I was like, oh, this is his district, Mm -hmm. he was on the Ag Committee, he chaired several fucking hearings about hemp and sponsored a hemp bill, I wonder if this is this guy. So, yeah, I did a little homework, this is this guy. Um, You know, and this is just the kind of cronyism that it's easy to ignore if you don't have a good memory. But if you do, you can't unsee it. Like all I can, like all I can do is look at something and be like, "Oh wait, seven years ago your business was involved in this, and you were still the fucking owner of it." Don't pretend that you're fucking all buying a can of fucking Halo polish, you know. And at mm-hmm. the same time, like, you know, I mean, like, like the situation with Rob. Everybody has these unrealistic expectations that they're going to hold you to. That if you're a little bit famous or you have a little bit of notoriety. You can't make any kind of fucking mistake whatsoever, 
And it's a double standard because newcomers who have no fucking history can be complete fucking asses to everyone that they meet. But people who have history exist only to be torn down. Mm. And I was like, you know what? That's basically like, I mean, whenever I go out and socialize, you know, maybe I go to Red Rocks to enjoy a concert by a band I enjoy. And people feel like it's okay to come up to me in the hallways or whatever in the stairway and be like, hey, I just want to spend 20 minutes venting on you about how I should have listened to your advice 10 years ago. And I'm like, that doesn't fucking help anybody. Mm-hmm. And it's also ruining my enjoyment of a song I really enjoy, and I don't fucking want to hear about it right now. But, of course, I've got to be the nicer, bigger person. Because if I actually say, you know what, I tried to warn you before, and I don't have time for this today. I'm here. I spent $75 to be here and enjoy something that's not hearing you crying. Um, then I'm a fucking bitch, and then I get shit talk on me. And I just have no energy for that. Like it's, mm-hmm. I would rather go somewhere and be anonymous and just live out my middle years in, like, you know, benign middle-aged stoner chick fucking bliss and sit at my house and chill out and make a handful of friends who know who I am and judge me on the merit of my character and really maybe know them for a while before they even know, like, I mean, you know, unless you're going to Google me, I'm not going to fucking sit there and be like, so do you know in the past, like, people used to know who I was and they come up to me at concerts and shit. Like, I can't think of a more sad way to live out the rest of my life. I'd rather meet people who want to know me for the person I want to be for the rest of my life mm-hmm. than live in the reflected loop of other people's opinion about that. And the local social, like the local media wants to write a story about, oh, blah, blah, blah. But only if they can present it that you're some sort of fucking, like, you know, has-been clown. And it's like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Nothing about my accomplishments deserves that treatment. And, I, and everything about my knowledge and abilities can still help a lot of people. And I don't need to stay here in a market where my image was used for whatever purposes to help launch an industry in the very, very beginning of it. And then that just put a target on my back as somebody that other people who didn't have their own street cred were like, well, if we don't have our own street cred, let's at least tear this fucking person down. You know, and I mean, not that anyone ever actually succeeded in tearing me down, but it didn't, you know, there wasn't a, a culture of respect, in my opinion. And, you know, everyone's like, how could you leave Colorado? How could you leave Colorado? And I'm like, I actually don't feel any compulsion about, I mean, I'll, I'll miss a lot of my good friends. That mm-hmm. part is difficult, for sure. But I don't feel like the fact that I once had cachet in a certain local market mm-hmm. means I have to stay there to fulfill the feelings that other people have about that. You know, I feel like the best thing I could do right now is go somewhere where nobody knows who I am. And I'm like, I've been out on the road for eight months. I don't think I've had, I mean, for me to go eight months and have less than 10 people know who I am and come up and try to talk to me is a huge big deal. Like, that was cool as fuck. And it was, you know, like, just going out to rural places where people don't give a fuck about weed celebrities and don't know who you are. You know, unless I went somewhere where I was actually going to know somebody, no one was going to try to come up and talk to me. And that was kind of really liberating. Like, the people that I did talk to and get to know were only, like, continuing to talk to me and get to know me because they were interested in what I had to say, not because I was, like, some person that they might take a fucking selfie with. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I think you do know what I mean. Yeah, well, I think it's... I mean, luckily, the world is still kind of small in a sense so if you just because i what i always notice is say when you're at like a, a trade show 
And it's a weed trade show, and everybody's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then the next, if you stay like two days extra after this, the same area, like after nobody knows who anybody is, you realize, like, yeah, the weed game's pretty sm- small. You know, like, but it, oh, again, totally. you know, it's not, it's not, it's in our world, it seems big because we're like around it a lot, but in the reality, it's. Well, and I think for me, it was more that in Denver, um, I mean, I wasn't, I was sort of more a person that a lot of people who weren't in the weed world saw and associated, like, so for people who were just went to Red Rock, mm-hmm. there were you know, maybe 10% of the people coming down that East Stairs who were going to buy a cheesecake and actually wanted to get high on edibles. But 100% of the people who walked by me saw me so many times that they knew who I was, whether they ever bought something from me or not. You know what I mean? And so a lot of those people who never bought shit from me, but I to know them because they walked by and said hello so many times, they, those are the people who like still aren't in the weed world. They're still, maybe like after legalization, they've smoked five or six joints and they're like, he, he, we're so hip, it's legal. You know, those people, those are the people who feel compelled to come up to me and tell me about the business was because they thought they should invest in that shit. Hmm. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck. You sucked back then. You still kind of suck. You've only ever looked at this as a profiteering thing. You looked down at me when I didn't have a job in your eyes. You wanted my free advice when you wanted my job. And now you want to prove that I was wrong and never knew anything about business. But motherfucker, I'm retired and you're still working, so suck my dick. And basically, you can't say that to people. I can say it here in a blanket statement because I'm not saying it to a specific person. And many people will laugh about something that I would actually probably have said to their face if they tried to initiate this kind of conversation with me. And they still have the blissful and ignorant feeling that, I'm their homie, and they can come up and say anything to me because I'm so fucking cool. So, you know, that's exactly kind of where I'm at with it. But it's nice to actually just meet people who don't know anything about you and just want to, like, listen to what you have to say on the merit that what you have to say might be interesting. And a lot of those conversations are not anything at all about weed, you know. I mean, I've just been out having fun talking about, you know, solar power and, you Mm -hmm. know, things that, I mean, you know, it's, it's nice to have people give you the benefit of the doubt that you have more than one topic up your sleeve. Right. I guess is one other thing I would say, you know, and like, it's, you know. Well, you know, it's like funny because back, back in the day, we'd always hide it, you know, always hiding about cannabis. Then now it's been the opposite where people want to talk to you about. Yeah, and I was kind of the first person who wasn't hiding it. Like, I was pretty much like, hey, Johnny Cannabis over here. Everybody look. But I was also like, not like in your face about it. I was like, if you want to try it, I'm right the fuck here. It's really easy to find me. I'm super visible and I'm pretty out in the open about it, but I'm not yelling and screaming about it. I'm not drunk. I'm not in your face. I'm not trying to push this on you. I'm just standing here and your friend said it was cool and their friend said it was cool and some other people thought it was all right and like I haven't heard anybody. You have never heard about anybody getting sick. So like, you know, yeah, give it a shot. But I mean, there were a lot of people who it took several years of just seeing me and seeing me and their friends all got something. And they're like, you know, we're going to try one now. Woo! We've seen you for years. We're finally going to try one. I'm going to tell you how many fucking hundreds of times I've heard that. And I'm like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. No pressure. Like, if you like it, come back. If you, if I never see you again, I, you know, I didn't rip you off. You still had a good time. So I never, you know, I, I never had that. I mean, I guess way back in the day, I mean, I remember buying a wig to go wear to the fucking grocery store, but that was like in 1992 or three. I mean, that was, that was before there was a day. I mean, to me, back in the day starts at about 1997, 98, when Ken Gorman was sort of coming out of the closet. And the pre back in the day, when I, I mean, like, when I was like buying brickweed from Kentucky to make 
edibles for hospice patients in Illinois in the 80s and 90s was way fucking, you know, I mean, that to me is like, that's family time. And then you go into like the pre-back in the day, and then you go into the back in the day, and then you go into back before the industry day, and then you fucking go into the early industry, and then you go into the current industry, and then you just want to flip your wrist because you think about how it used to be and how cool it was and how everybody was like, even if you really weren't like maybe going to invite somebody to your house barbecue, there was respect for anybody who had the balls to be in it back in the pre-back in the day. You know what I mean? Like, right. if you met someone and they somehow, you know, were brave enough to tell you that they had some plants and you found out and, like, you could trade a clone with somebody or something. I mean, I remember learning to take clones in, like, 1993 and just being like, wow, I'm so on the fucking cutting edge. <laughs> right. You know? And, I, and in retrospect, kind of we were, you know? I mean, we were just trying what we thought might work, but, uh, you know, we, I mean... Yeah, like the early 90s, you know, <clears throat> early 90s was a lot of, uh, seems like there was a lot of uh, learning and achievements made that were kind of like, oh, yeah, like, like 91, 92, 93, seems like those years, a lot of good flavors came out of then, and a lot of, you know, just like people kind of... I was, I was not even in flavors at that point. I was like in a, I mean, I was in a closet row and apartment in inner city Chicago, you know, like... I was like crazy bullshit clandestine people. And there were like seven or eight people that I knew. Hmm. And we got some lights through, you know, Oh God, we're going to have to buy a wig, where to the store. Cause they're going to follow us. You know, took a bus, took another bus, took a different bus. Look, so le- so less suspicious of the wig on. In a backpack. Yeah, no, because you're fucking 22 and you're an idiot, you know? And like, I can kind of look back and be like, okay, my idiot phase was before the internet. I wasn't out there being bragging like, yeah, I wore a wig and carried a can fan in a backpack. So do we start on the bus? You know, um, <laughs> like, like ridiculous shit that we thought was a fucking good idea because Nancy Reagan was going to steal our fucking car for a feed. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but I'm, I'm glad I did that shit because now I can laugh at these fucking vape pen douche nozzles with their skinny jeans and their fucking know-it-all attitude and just be like, yeah, okay. At least when I was stupid, I was fucking risking my fucking life for jail instead of just fucking wearing skinny jeans like some sort of fucking drama queen. But, um, you know, yeah, actually in retrospect, they probably have it way better than we did. And we kind of just want to slap them. Well, yeah, we couldn't order weed online. Like, other drugs, too, online. So it's crazy. I know people just do everything like, like it's normal now. They're like, oh, yeah, I just ordered online. I'm like, what? Like, you know. At the same time, we couldn't say stupid shit about ourselves and dry snitch and fucking get ourselves arrested in jail online back in the day either. So good for that. Didn't have pictures of ourselves doing stupid shit online to incriminate ourselves back in the day. So good for that. Yeah. And I'm mean, like, I think there's good and bad in it. You know, like, okay, I feel like, you oh, know, this whole thing with... Social media fame made legalization kind of an ugly, stupid thing. When it, it like, if there was no social media, do you think legalization would not have gone better? Like, if there was no like, I need to be this big, big famous. Oh, I'm sure. Person. I mean, it's funny to look, it's funny to like see where these people are now, though, because I, I remember uh, when we had like Hood Lab. We had that was kind of like when Instagram was just kind of cracking cracking off, basically. And so some people got it, some people didn't. We never really pushed it hard because I was always like, if I'm going to have, have people smoking weed at my spot, I should just kind of keep it kind of chill. There's no reason to over-promote over it, you know. So we did use it slowly, but at the first year, I was kind of like a little bit, eh. And then nobody gives a shit now, you know. And, all. and, and 
they're getting banned too, which is crazy. Like now, all of a sudden, weed stuff's getting banned uh, left and right, which is weird because getting legal left, oh, yeah. and, left and right, you know. Well, no, that's it's not legal. That's just it. It's it, they changed the parameters for arresting somebody to make it more narrowed down to more low-income brown people. Basically, is all like they made it to where you know. Wealthy white people who own their own little small businesses and can lock the door and afford to not be desperate for business can sit in there and smoke weed all the fuck day long. No problem. You know, I mean, you can do whatever the fuck you want. That's pretty much it was never about weed. It was about rewarding people who already had some money and using that opportunity to leverage putting more punishment on some people who didn't. Hmm. That's my opinion. Well, but, uh, a lot of places, I'm, a lot of places are, are are making it pretty much like impossible for anybody who's not super rich to even have like stepped into the game. On the on the that's, that, that's exactly what I mean. Is that in yeah. the eleven states where you have so-called recreational legalization, at this point, to open a brand new store and compete with the existing cherry-picked oligarchs? Mm-hmm. Good luck if you have a million dollars. In, two, in a year from now, you might have a receipt for a million dollars in a bankruptcy because it's just, it's not about how much money you even have now. It's about whoever greased the wheels first and keeps greasing those wheels will keep just writing protectionist laws mm-hmm. to punish any competitor that they, I mean, this past about, I don't know, maybe it was June, um, the last standing mom and pop business from the 2008 racetrack sold to a large chain store. Um, and so now there are no original mom and pop shop owners from the racetrack days still owning their businesses. Um, with the possible exception of the one in Craig, which is facing med. Oh, so, so the one in Craig was last one standing as of June, but before that other one sold in June, they charged the one in Craig with violations that go back about seven years, um, over something that like has been addressed and addressed and addressed and talked about and talked about and talked about over their 70-30 from several, several years ago. Now they're trying to charge them for it. Hmm. Um, and basically they are saying that, you know, if you don't have the money to face all these char- court charges and things, you know, you could sell to a large corporate fucking buyer. So, um, hooray, fucking awesome. And, you know, this is, this is, I mean, this is ridiculous that they would go back through all of these records and address something that this company has, you know, tried to say, hey, we've had this problem, we've, had this, we've always had this ongoing problem, and, um, you know, we're, we're locked in here, now this, and so they literally charged them to where the charges would be filed against them, mm-hmm. I think, within 36 days of when that vertical integration rule is supposed to be completely lifted altogether. So it's like just completely ridiculous and asinine that these people have held on through like all of the bullshit and they're just being pulled. Well, by the way, we really, you know, now that you, now that they're for sure, we're going to be the very last original owner standalone without investment money. And I think they had had some investment money at some point, but I'm not sure exactly how that worked out. Hmm. Um, that they, uh, we're going to be suddenly issued a sign that no one else was being charged with because no one else was the original owner of a place that had a problem. That problem was under some other owner. So everywhere else that's still operating had the exact same problems, 
but we're going to charge the one last standing original owner. And in, in the discussion where they say they can't afford all of these problems that we're bringing down on their neck mm-hmm. at this time, just in a sort of rhetorical statement, the response instead of being like, yeah, it's, it's probably a hardship is to say, oh, you know, you should probably consider this as a time to sell. Like, who thinks that that, that does not, that tip does not occur in a fucking death. Right. You know, and that's the thing that people just need to fucking realize. Like, this is where they go and they look at the map and they say, okay, you know, hey, a friend down here who works at this government office, as the wife, you know, who works for me now, but used to be an employee at this government office, but now she works at my business, she said that there's, you know, five or six places left in this area and we'd like to get one of them. So, like, can you see if you can find any violations on one of these businesses that we'd like to buy so we can fucking push them into it? Mm-hmm. And people think that that's not happening? Come the fuck on. I mean, there's so much corruption happening and industry to, to backdoor um Almost everybody who worked at the Med in the first five years of the Med is now in the industry. Mm-hmm. With maybe three or four exceptions of people who disgraced themselves so blatantly, they didn't have that opportunity. But that's about the extent of it. And, uh, you know, I, I don't, so many people are like, you should get back into the industry here. And people call me all the time and they're like, do you want to come and work in this kitchen? We're really having problems here. And I'm like, well, gee, that's a ringing endorsement. You're really having problems here, and you can't meet all your testings, and you're fucking throwing batch after batch away. Boy, I want to come in there and make a product that I think is substandard, and I wouldn't eat in the first place and try to fucking get your name on the map with that. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I don't want to come work in your fucking mitts kitchen. That's actually insulting to me. I have no fucking desire to work in someone else's mitts kitchen. And I owned my own mitts kitchen. I still own my brand, my recipe, and all my licensing. You know, like, my licensing was transferred over in good standing, I have no conflict with being able to open another one if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. That's the caveat. If I fucking wanted to, there's no desire on my part to do so. And, like, I don't know. I think that all these people who are like, oh, we defeated her. I'm like, no, you fucking made me realize I don't like you and I don't want to play in, like, reindeer games with you. But, um, like, they don't have any, like, you know, like, plan or future or like thing, you know, like as far as I'm concerned, I'm just getting out because I'm tired of all of the, uh, the drama. The drama has the drama. But no, I mean, the thing is, every industry has it though. It's like when you get involved, like it's funny how we know that weed came pretty well, so we probably hear all the same, a lot of the same dramas or some different everywhere. But now there's like these little micro, it's like there's these big, big long term <laughs> things out there, but then there's a lot of these little micro microbursts going on because everybody's oh, so, I, I, so internet wherever I've gone without, without bringing up any of my history or my past there will be some conversation that will come up with yeah. people that I've met you know and then it'll be about you know one place I went with a realtor there was a hoop house on the property and she says but there's no marijuana plants in there just so you know and I said no problem you know if I want someone to come in and it was a legal state and I kind of just said it like you know in a joking way to test her out and she's like um, you know, she kind of gave me this whole lowdown on the county and started going off on a thing about the local politics, and this is what happened with this guy. And so, you know, you got to really watch your back. And I was like, okay, cool. Thanks for the heads up. I, you know, like, mm-hmm. I wasn't actually interested in the house in the first place, but the hoop house is nicer than the house, and that's why you got your problems. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it was just one of those things. I went to another place to look at a house. I get there, the realtor looks me up and down, like, looks me up and down again, like, almost like she's, like, checking me out, you know, and she goes, so, you know. We have a lot of growers up in these hills. Almost like she's advertising for a dating service. Like, so, yeah. you know, 
Mm-hmm. And then I could get the hideous lights of you laid in spite of yourself out here. And I was like, oh, this just have a fucking, like, like, yeah, okay, you're judging me and you're judging me on what I look like. But at least you're, like, kind of being like, you're going to be just fine here, sister. Mm-hmm. There's dudes who will probably pop that shit right around this area, all over these hills. They all smoke weed. You'll be okay. And I thought it was so hilarious when she said it. And it was, like, kind of, like, nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Like, so, we have a lot of growers in these hills. And I was like, um, actually, you have a similar house. And I was listed on there, and that's what I want to see. Like, I just want the, you know, I just want to generate my own power and not be part of the fracking and the coal and the dirty and the nasty. And then we can worry about whether or not I actually want to be dirty and nasty in other ways. But um, it was definitely amusing to me the way that, that you know, as, as I've gone along in that journey, different realtors have felt very compelled to say different little Mm-hmm. things to me right out of the gate about marijuana in the area where I'm, you know, different. I mean, I've looked at so many houses, it's ridiculous. I've been, you know, yeah. everywhere that, everywhere that's cheaper than fucking Colorado and you can still smoke weed, I've been there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it's it's been an exciting time and, um, you know, just checking shit out and, you know, meeting with other people and having fun. That's That's been fun, you know, just like going places and meeting up with people who <laughs> like maybe have, seen me on the internet and stuff and been like, hey, if you're coming here, stop and say hi. And mm-hmm. you go and you're doing your like, I don't regret that at all. That was fucking ass. And I'm like, then you're meeting someone who knows who you are, but it's, mm-hmm. but they're still regular fucking folk and you're just going to their house and having a burger or whatever. See, now, and, uh, <clears throat> now all the listeners of this show, they'll be like, where is she at? Where is she at? Put her on, you have to have a little oh, I know that. GPS on your phone now. They're not going to be able to fucking track it through the damn GPS on my phone. You make me paranoid. <laughs> of course, for Adam Dunn show, we're going to be like tracking where is she at cheesecake on the map. <laughs> Who can meet her? I'll, I'll appear places and people will be like, "Where did you come from?" And I'll be like, "My new house." I'll be mm. like, "Where is it?" I mean, I'll say this: I got a hell of a fucking good deal. I'm really fucking happy with what I bought. I don't know how I'm going to like living here. You know, ask me again in a year how I've liked it. Mm-hmm. But right now, I feel like I couldn't get what I bought here in Colorado. I couldn't get any of the fucking things that I got here for that kind of money. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm, you know, that really was it. It. I started looking at houses in Colorado, and I was just like, "Fuck," you know, like I can, I can afford like this single wide, you know, in this shanty by the train track, and this fucking like, you know, another place that's just as bad as what I'm in now. And then I looked at some places in New Mexico, and I was like, oh, I could get a lot more for my money down here. And then that kind of, like, you know, just made me think, well, like, well, let's see what, you know, let's see what, if I go through every legal state and just do a search for a property that's solar and off-grid, mm-hmm. cash sale, mm-hmm. um, outright, what I can get. And then I discovered that, like, this whole fucking thing of these cash sales, these people who, like, have to sell some property that's off-grid because it's been built, like, yeah. You know, maybe not exactly to code, but certainly fucking livable. Mm-hmm. Um, and in this case, it's not even the case. The, the guy just died, and his family has never, ever been out to his solar off-grid property because it's so in the middle of nowhere. And they don't want to come out here and check it out, so they don't know what it is and what it's worth. And so they just put a fucking dump at price on it, and I came along, and I wanted to see another house out here. And the river was like, well, you know... The house that he showed me, the house that, he, that I came to look at, and I shit you not, it was made out of fucking garage doors. And I was like, oh, no, 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 this will not fucking do. Yeah. Like, this is fucking hideous. And he's like, yeah, the pictures make it look a lot better, and, you know, people come to look at it, and then, like, I kind of have to be like, this is made out of garage doors. And I was like, yeah. Um, 
thankfully I had three other houses in that area that I had come to look at, but the realtor that I met who had the garage door house and was like, well, I just got this listing like two days ago and like go to the other meeting and come back here and meet with me and I'll take you to show this other house if, if you think you might be interested. And I went there and I was like, holy fuck, the risk price, the asking price is like ridiculously good. Let's see if we can offer them $20,000 or a little, like I asked to offer them quite a bit less than their very reasonable list price that I would have fucking happily paid. And they said, yeah. And I was like, holy fuck, I was just like starting a point to fucking haggle from. But awesome, you know? So then that made me paranoid that maybe I was getting something too cheap for a reason. So I hired a home inspector and I'm going to test on the, you know, all the shit and I can still say, hey, I'm not going to buy this for another month if I have some reason that I find that I don't want to buy it. But uh, mm-hmm. I actually just think it's a great deal on this guy. I mean, it's, it was built in 2004 with a permit. Everything was permitted into code in 2004. There's no issues with any of it. It's not leaking. There's no problems. It's basically just empty and clean. It's not and made out of garage now. doors either, right? No, it's... it's, it's, it's one, the, the, I don't one, even... One like, the guy must have painted it and dropped dead. Like, he put... But I'm just going to go room by room and put in laminate, and that's fucking easy. I can do that pretty much with a, with a skill saw. And fuck, I mean, not a skill saw, but... I've got a circular saw and a table saw, and between that, the building comes with a nice, huge, yeah. like, 20 by 15 foot wood woodworking shop that's all wired in, so I'm going to convert that eventually to, like, a little B&B cabin, but uh, in the interim, it's uh, it comes with, like, goat barns and chicken coops, and like, one of the acres is fenced for gardens, and then there's, like, a lot of it is, like, in, you know, it's... It's timber and open meadow. It's nice. There you um, go. You know, it, you have it'll do. I mean, it, sounds, I don't have to make payments on it. So that's a, that's I can live thing. in it while I put fucking new laminate flooring in it. It's, you know, I don't have to put a million dollars into the flooring to make it nice. Right. So, and you, I'm and, pretty stoked. <clears throat> and this is, and this is uh, where it's wink, wink, nudge, nudge, growable, or this is, uh, you don't know even yet. What was that? This is like the wink, wink, nudge, nudge, where all the growers are at, or this is uh, somewhere, somewhere else? No, no, I, 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 I did not choose the house in Grower Valley, <laughs> okay. and, and and it was nice. That, that house, I will say, actually, if people want to know, like I saw like, probably about 10 or 12 really nice solar off-grid houses for cash that were well under $200,000 that were really nice properties in states you could grow so if people from your show actually do want to be hooked up, like those really just nice people. I couldn't buy every house I saw. There's no reason. You couldn't buy every house you saw. Yet. What kind of what kind of retiree are you? I was in like thirty houses <sighs> in like seven states. <laughs> in my 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 off grid solar quest to find, actually I probably looked at more than thirty houses, but I looked at like maybe thirty that were okay, and like maybe ten or twelve of those were like really fucking nice, like great fucking deals. So if somebody actually is, and and a couple of the great deals that I looked at were in Colorado. I just so hmm. I could still get more for my money somewhere else. So I would yeah, 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 for sure. And you know, but so basically, um, you're looking for killer off-grid properties. Talk to Cheesecake Lady. If somebody out there is, they can ask me, and I'll refer them to the places that I found, and they might find something that's really fucking great. But you know, they're they're all cash deals, but they're all under two hundred grand, and they're like nice, actual property, you know, not just like a fucking like lot in town. They're like rural properties. You know, with a little house. Some of them are better than others, but like still, I mean, I was amazed at how much I could get when I started looking at, you know, what was out there. So the house that I didn't choose to buy in Grower Valley, which is in a place called Big Bend, California, um, 
there's a hot springs there, and that's my number one regret for not buying that house. The house was actually really fucking cool, but he had like four outbuilding cabins that weren't finished, mm-hmm. and it was so remote out there. I was like, I'm never going to be able to get somebody to come here and finish these buildings, and I'm not going it, it to. Was, it, was it was more work than I could handle by myself. If somebody mm-hmm. had like carpentry skills, that house was such a good deal. Yeah. And it had like mature fruit trees and fenced properties. The dude had been growing there. It was pretty obvious. Had a great 12 minute, 12 down minute well. Like it had almost everything going for it. Mm. Um, the bathroom, it didn't have a nice bathtub. And as a woman, that was a rejectable quality for me. But it was, I mean, like I should start like my own little like mystery grower broker service. Like I called from house and I walked in and I'm like, I can tell you've been growing here. Yeah. But I'm not, you know, not going to say shit to the realtor about it, but you can, you can just, you know, when you fucking know, like, yeah. what's that there with a little bit of panda paper sticking up there in the corner of that wall? I know what that's all fucking about. Yeah, hooks still in the ceiling, or maybe just you can tell where there was hooks. That's always like, you'd, you'd yeah, go and you'd be like, what is going on Just here? that kind of stuff. But, I mean, in this case, you know, I mean, I went to one place, and there's, you know, a half-constructed hoop house that's falling down and cloth pots all over the floor, and you're just like, Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, <laughs> Lack of John Johnny, but uh, you know, what are you gonna do? So <clears throat> I'm gonna wrap up with you because it's starting to get toward dinner time here. That's fine. We're and, we're, we're kind of yeah. in the right mode anyway. But um, so you'll you'll have to come back in eight days. What was the deal? So maybe we get you, maybe <laughs> we get you roll to the studio. You coming back? Well, it, it, I'm. In, I'm, I, what's the date? So that's the fifth. I have plans. I'm going to be at the Dead and Company show. I'm not oh, leaving. Oh, so Dead and Co. I'm going to the Dead and Company show. That's an important day for me. People who want to find me should come and find me at the Dead and Company show because I actually, this is hilarious too. Like one of the joys of moving and packing. I have to send you a photo. I found a invite from Subcool and Miss Jill's wedding. Snarky laughter will ensue. At least three people who listen to your show. Um, and and that should be, uh, be auctioned um, off. That should be auctioned off. Actually, yeah, a, I I will. I will totally do so for some charity if that's something that that. But I found auction. that I found like a ton of old. Um, I didn't even realize I had it, but like old merch books that I had from when I worked for them, and like all sorts of promo stuff. I mean, like just a whole fucking huge Tupperware full of old promo shit from when I worked for him. Well, it's funny. And, uh, it's funny the weird little uh, things you'll find if you sort of like cruise through. By. I'm terrible like that too. I'll just have like open boxes and I'll be like, "Holy shit! Look at all this stuff!" I, mean, I, just I open up this box. It's got like a stack of like posters from my twirling hippie. You know, the ones that we had in the in the dispensaries, and a bunch of fucking TGA promotional gear, and a bunch of fucking my shirts, and a bunch of his shirts, and a bunch of like it's just all the merch. That obviously I had a merch area set up in my kitchen where we would send merch to people to their shops if like yeah. we'd have contacts for bud tenders and shit. Right. And so we'd send like promotional shit and merch that I had still from before I even fucking went legit yeah. to these fucking bud tenders and shit. I was like, hey, wear your fucking twirling hippie shirt to work, you know, and like take a picture of yourself and we'll send you some other fucking shamelessly promotional bullshit. And so, you know, so we you did have, that. And, and you and ended so up I, lots of shameless I, promotion stuff. Yes, and so I'm going to take it to the Dudding Company and sell it in the lot. So anybody who has been wanting an ironically purchased TGA item, 
and a legitimate heartfelt touring hippie item is to come find me on the fucking lot and get a t-shirt or a book or a damn poster. Right. Perfect. Because I don't need to take an entire huge Tupperware of these things just to put them in a fucking closet somewhere where I don't want to talk about this history to people. I'd rather sell them to people who live in Colorado who would be like, man, I got this motherfucking shit from the Cheesecake Lady. Fucking cool. Like, I, I remember her, and she was cool. Like, she was a nice lady. Like, that that does mean something to me, that, that the people who do remember me, mm-hmm. those people matter to me because they actually know me. Like, the people who talk about me but don't really know me, they can all suck a dick. For people who know me, who would be like, you know, hey, I have something that I got from this person, and I knew her for a long time, and we were talking shit. Like, yeah, that's fucking awesome. Like, that that's what I want, is for those things to go to people who will be like, appreciate that they got something that I had had. You know what I mean? So I'm going to sell off a lot of stuff I don't want to move at the dead show, because um, I have probably like six cubic yards of fucking clothing that I've worn over the years. And it's time to acknowledge that I may never be a size six again, but those clothes are fucking awesome and somebody should get to wear them. You need to open up up a whole shop, basically, sounds like. Shop. No, I don't. What I need to do is sell it all in the parking lot of the dead show so that I can move unencumberedly in my little moving truck. Yeah, get your big My moving truck? Yeah, get your truck. Build it. I'm in my little van. No, do the big in, one. And my big van is in Colorado in front of my house. Yeah, you get the big van. That I have for put a tent next to it. Ten and more days. Open up a shop. Kill it. You know, I don't want to work that hard. That's what we've we already talked about that I'm not even sure if I wanna I wanna build out a food truck that I might just want to sell it for the profit and let somebody else bust their ass and sit in a hot sweaty truck all summer while I just count my cash and go skiing. I can already see it though. You have all the sub cool Swag on the shelf, and you'll have all your other yes, it'll junk, be junk <laughs> it'll spread be so out. It'll be perfect. <laughs> I can see it. I can see it. Now. I know. And somebody, somebody right now is like back channel fucking emailing him, like, dude, dude. She said nasty things about you. Like she's gonna dump your old merchandise, but she doesn't want to take it with her when she moves. And like, <sighs> is that fucking news to anybody? Yeah. News flash, dude. Yeah, I don't want to move your shit across the fucking country. Like. After you overcharged me for fucking shit nobody wanted to buy in the first place. So, um, yeah, like, I'm not really concerned if somebody thinks I'm, you know, like, just saying, like, ironic finding of shit makes you laugh really is more my point with this statement than saying, like, oh, geez, I have 13 copies of a goddamn dank book in a box. That's just too heavy to fucking move it, you know? If I take those to the dead and company, some spunion might buy one. And I actually, what was hilarious is somebody was like, oh, are you in this book? And I'm like, no. And they're like, will you autograph it? And I'm like, sure. (laughs) Autograph a book that I contributed absolutely nothing to because I was selling it. It was fucking awesome. I I, I laughed so fucking hard. And I'm like, I don't have a pen or anything. This guy pulls out a Sharpie. I'm like, what are you waiting to fucking run into John Mayer? You know, um, but yes, this is the kind of quality entertainment that we, we mm-hmm. live for um, in this world. And so I am definitely going to try to divest of all of this old TGA. I, I have like all of his merch posters. Oh my God, like there's so much junk, just junk. And you're like, I thought this was going to be valuable someday. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a time, so. So, yes, garage sale at the dead show. Yeah. <laughs> Chainless weed memorabilia of bygone times. I see it already. I think it's pretty there's, awesome. There's a, there's a box of about 150 business cards with our two logos together on them. That, that's, that's a, those almost in and of themselves, just those business cards are worth having because 
one side has my, it just says cheesecake lady. And it's like the most ridiculous psychedelic looking thing. And it says maker of magic dreamer of dreams on that side of the card. And then you turn it over and it has my logo and TGA logo. And it's like, you know, whatever. It says something about like, you know, the best of both, you know, the best of genetics and edibles together or something like, Genetibles. you know, like genetibles. <laughs> yeah. Best genetibles. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, fucking. Uh, I mean, honestly, I, at the time, I was proud to be offering genetics to people and stuff. I just didn't know that those people were fucking fame whores. Actually, it was pretty quick for me to figure that out, but I still wanted to make it work because I'd agreed to do something. But then I just felt like I tried so many times to talk about, like, hey, here's how we can do this legitimately and legally, and like, let's just be by the book and on the up and up because that's important to me. And it was, it was a lot, I was like, what? Yeah, fuck them. Fuck them all. Fuck them all. We don't have enough weapons. Right. No, I know. <laughs> That's the thing. There was no, there was no structure then. And, and then now it gets even worse because now it's like hard to get things. Well, oh, there, I mean, this went on until, I don't know, well into 2011 and 2012. So it yeah. wasn't like there was no structure. I mean. Well, yeah, I'm thinking, 2009. I'm thinking more like 2009, maybe, but is it? <clears throat> yeah. Well, that's when I started that, but it, I mean, that went on for like two or three years, so right. it wasn't like it was just like, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. you know, but, but I will I will say on my opinion, at least 18 months of two years was a lot of biting my tongue on my part to not say, what the fuck? Why are you acting like this? Mm-hmm. Grow up. Really? Drama? What? Fuck? And like, I was like, so wanted to make, you know, a good symbiotic two, two businesses that could work together. Things happen in my mind. I really overlooked a lot of times when I should have just said, fuck this. Hmm. And, uh, you know, at the same time, we, you know, that could apply to 90% of the people I met through the world where I should have just been like, you know, hey, this has been fun. Let's go our separate ways. All right. I'm going to let you go. <laughs> All right. And on that I'm, note, I'm, I'm, and on that note, I'm hungry. See, now, now I'm rambling because I'm hangry. This is really what's going on. Oh, yeah, the hangry, the hangry version. I could tell. I could tell. So, anyway, no I problem. Bought, I, 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 it made me run around and sign documents all day. Mm-hmm. And I missed lunch. Mm-hmm. And, um, you but know, yeah, I'm not one of those people who needs to be going stoners. If I don't get a regular feeding, shit gets ugly, man. Like, mm-hmm. there, there needs to be, um, I've, I've been eating junk food, but it's not adequate. I need real food. And I need it now. Idea. I kind of deserve like a nice steak dinner or something fancy, but I don't know if I can get it here because this is real festival. So um, I've chosen to live here, but I think if I'm going to want a steak when I'm living here, I'm going to have to go to a different town and purchase it and bring it back here. Mm-hmm. All right. There's all right. nothing wrong with that. Sounds awesome. So cool, now, cool. so check in when you're, when you're all settled in. We'll, uh, I will. I will. Allegedly, I will have internet in my home, and I might even be able to like Skype or something. Wow, I don't know fancy. how that works. I don't even really know what F- that means. I really stuff. just said something that was probably so full of shit that you can call me out on it later because I probably will never be able to figure that out. We'll see. We'll see. It'll turn. But, it'll turn uh, completely, completely different person. Hopefully, well, not hopefully not, but we'll see. Hopefully. No, no, I, 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 I'm ready to be a different person. Which would just be myself instead of being two people. I'm ready to just be myself instead of being two people trapped in one body. Mm-hmm. And I think that's an exciting prospect to some extent. You know, sure I mean, is. we don't talk about these concepts, you know, out in the real world. But uh, 
yeah, I'm going to try it. And if I hate it, I'll just fucking tell everyone I used to be famous. See if anyone wants to get on some <laughs> oh, good over that. You'll be that cheesecake lady. Oh, <laughs> she's hey, the... hey, hey, you guys. <laughs> hey, guys. Did you know? I was like almost like kind of notorious at one point, but then it was like really didn't work out because I like hated the whole concept of it and just went and fucking hid in my shell. Yeah. Like pretty much like every time I got ever close to like actually being what anyone would consider legitimately famous, my reaction was to be like, oh, fuck, I better go back underground. They're blowing my cover. I, I, I like <laughs> definitely was not yeah. into it. I didn't want to be on TV, you know, and I was like, man, I look better if you're talking about me than if you can actually see me. Mm-hmm. You know, I hope so. I mean, like, you know, I, I'd rather have people just being like, oh, man, remember that person? Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, if you can actually see me, some of the cachet is like, really? No. She's like right. an old, weird, weird old lady. So um, uh, I'm going to reclaim my old, weird lady status and, and rock that shit. I think it's going to just be fucking epic. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I also have realized, though, that a lot of years of being... <laughs> in that little bit of uh, just being able to feel like I could say whatever I wanted to anybody mm-hmm. has made my transition to anonymous old lady very salty in the eyes of people that I meet along the way. <laughs> or just like, why are you here and you're busting my balls and you have no fucking street cred on which to do so? And I'm like, yep, I know. Doing it anyway. Mm-hmm. Fucking awesome. Hope you, hope you can handle it. Because just not having a reason to bust people's balls doesn't mean you don't want to. Oh, I could imagine you not... So, um, I know I've tried not to for several consecutive brief periods of time that were unsuccessful. Yeah, well, I'm sure you'll set, I'm sure you'll settle in and find plenty to, uh, plenty to piss off in their own way and then love you at the same time. I will, I will either endear myself or enrage Mm -hmm. some people that I meet, and most people won't meet me because I'll just be at home working on my fucking garden. And that's actually what I've wanted to do. Like for ten years, all I wanted to do is just really like shut the garden, shut the drama down, and let me go home and start a garden again. But I couldn't get a garden going because my housing situation became so tenuous because of fucking quote legal weed. Yeah. So this is like full circle where I'm just like, all right, you know, you actually can't sit there and just be like, oh, help people help people help people and fix shit. Like fix your own fucking life, then fucking maybe you could help somebody. So I've taken that advice. I appear to have fixed my life to some extent. Ask me again in six months. Yeah. I'll tell you how it's going. We're going to miss... We're gonna but I, I will check in yeah. and let you know. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, because, because I will crave hmm. the delusion that someone remembers me within six months. I guarantee it. I'm going to be out here you know, in the middle of winter out here. It's going to be like, there's a ski resort near me. That's the fucking goodness. Like, I wouldn't want to not have skiing. Skiing is important. So, um, you know, when I'm not skiing, I'll be like, Nobody knows me. They don't know I was almost used to be kind of fucking D-list famous. Yeah. They don't suck my dick about it. They never fucking sucked my dick about it. But you won't be able to convince me that from six months from now when I don't see the people that are pissing me off today. You know? <laughs> so, yeah, um, yes, and I'll have to call in and be like, does anybody remember me? Yeah. I'm all alone in the wilderness. I'm running out of canned goods and it's getting Dahmer party up here. Um, hopefully that won't happen. Let's I'm pretty hope. sure it's going to be fun. Uh, let's I'm, I'm, I, I, met, I met some friends here in the area while I've been dicking around. Oh, my God, this fucking guy. This fucking guy driving across the street. I wish I could take a picture while I was talking to you right now. He looks like fucking two. 
It's like a dead ringer for fucking two. Two. I'm sure two's listening right now. No, he looks... I mean, this guy has, like, the same glasses. Yeah. There's two doppelgangers and out there. There's a lot of them. I had, I've met a yeah. guy and I was like, said the same thing. He's driving this, like, kind of really cool, oh, like, the, 1960 right car. Stop right he there. He looks like a hipster. Yeah. And he has, like, you know, that beard and that, that hair and those, the glasses. <laughs> and uh, Well, the thing is that two looks, can't drive ever, so looks, that would... That would the blows that right there. Yeah, and, his, and, his and from what I can down see, from he, he, he slices his No, he's at a stoplight across the street, and I'm watching him, but now he just went through the light. But from what I could see, he had all his teeth, too, so it wasn't two. Two. <laughs> good one. Good call. <laughs> all right, so, so now, now on that note, what that, you think we do is our double, double double on that note. It's our second on that note. Uh, we're, we're doing our shout-outs. I'm gonna that be, was, yeah, that you, was my shout out. Do you have a shout? No, do you have a shout out? That is a call. That is a call for shout out. Then you, what, you left us. She's gone. Hello. Uh, this guy who looked like uh, two just got out of his car uh, and he has no thought. He's still a doppelganger. Still a uh, doppelganger, uh, but but his teeth and his yeah. teeth and his teeth are falling out as you speak. Um, no, no. No. <laughs> okay, no. Uh, two just hurt his foot too. He just he did a major, major toe stub. One of those. Damn. He's all gimped. Oh no. He's super gimped out right at this moment. Yeah. So yeah, I'm sure he's at, at some unspecified near point in the future when he realizes he's been given a shout out. He'll be clinging to this moment yeah. in his his reflected glory. Uh, um, yeah. I don't so know you know, that. I'm not sure about that, but. We will check in with you. We, we will check in with All you. Right, I, I, we miss having you at the Capitol Hill telling us exactly what the hell's going on because that that was good. That was that was good 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 work there. I I guarantee you that I will still undercover some nefarious bullshit, mm-hmm. and that I'll have some reason to call you and tell you about it. Oh yeah. Or I'll, come, or I'll come out of the closet from where I'm living because there'll be some nefarious bullshit here, and I won't be able to suppress my urge to talk about it. That's yeah. what I figure is going to happen. That was my guess. Yeah, I know. I actually already know that that's what's going to happen because I've been here for like a fucking week and I've already heard some shit. I'm like, that's some fucking nefarious bullshit. But oh, I have to do some I, homework. I knew it. I, I, I knew about it. Yeah. What was that? No, I knew that was going to happen. I, knew, I already knew you were going to lock in on when, what's going on and be like, wait a minute, that doesn't make sense. Because that is your specialty right. in well, life. I mean, I, you know what? It, it would be, I'm going to try to like, chill out and like hit a hot springs in between now and then though you know like i think i i think i deserve like you know a few days of unwinding time or like maybe to go mm-hmm. fishing you know and some stuff like that you know yeah for sure like, i mean I, even though i've spent most of the last year doing nothing but going for hikes and going fishing mm-hmm. and uh you know just eating food out of a camp stove which is not great for your diet but kind of epic for your fucking taste buds because you're eating a lot of well and you're eating a lot of cheese let's be honest you know it's 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 the quickest thing that you can just unwrap and put in your mouth when you've been out all day doing crazy shit and so um yeah i probably have been on like a 30 percent cheese diet for like a year but um, (laughs) i like cheese what can i tell you i mean they have lots of kinds and it's for sale all over the country um yeah I ate a lot of I ate a lot of fresh fruit today, so balancing it out. Sounds anyway, good. I'm gonna go eat some more food. Well, <laughs> cheese, cheese, can you tell them? The right. hangry talk is starting again. <laughs> Double hangry. <laughs> to end. All right. I smoked like 
two bowls while I was sitting here, and I already smoked in that thing, and then I smoked again. I celebrate to get breaking into my car, yeah. and I never, you know, I ate the so, ham sandwich, but that was a while ago. Don't lock your keys in the I car. That's all, that's all I got to say. Don't get out. Uh, lock I'm only keys. going on like two miles. I'm only coasting on like two meals and very few snacks today. <laughs> this is not acceptable. I'm like basically right at where everyone should be at dinner time. Like I've had a couple meals and a fucking couple snacks today. I can't handle it. All right. Well, um, but yeah. Fair warning to your mail list. You don't think it's going to go wrong. Oh, of course. All right. Um, we talk to you later. Else. All right. Please take we'll care miss, of it. We'll miss you. We, we, and, we already and, missed you. know, thank you. I What's that? Yeah. We'll, we'll see you soon. We, okay. We already uh, miss you. Not literally, but like, you know, in no. a picture. Yeah. yeah. Somewhere. All right. Cool. Bye. Later. Bye. Dun, dun, dun. We're bringing around 8 o'clock, so not bad. We still have to do a giveaway. We have something lined up? Oh, boy. I... <clears throat> what? Yeah, I think I do. Okay. We can try that. Uh, oh, this is the deal, though. Before we talk about that, we're going to talk about Illuminar, because that's... We're not going to go straight into it. All right. We're going to talk about, um, <coughs> you know fact that Illuminar has gone out of their way to put it together they're going to they're going to do this this one today but we're going to start doing it monthly which is better for everybody because I like the idea of the bringing in all the other sponsors and actually having them come through and you know just keep everything they don't have to come through every time but they can come through at least and announce it and kind of get the the ball rolling so (coughs) it makes sense and uh so lucky, whoever gets this one is, is getting the word of the week. It's the last word of the week ever. I know everyone's crying. We've had so many. We've had, <laughs> we've had like what, word of the week? Five weeks? Four weeks? We've done a few. Uh, yeah, it's been like five. I think, yeah, I think it's five or six. <laughs> I think this will be the sixth one. Okay, so yeah, I get it. It's a lot of shipping. So apparently a shipping company hates us. You already heard it from Scott today. Yeah. So, yeah, they hate us. Everyone else loves us. So, last last word of the week. And uh, am I reading this? Are you reading this? I don't know. Do you want me to read it? Or? Yeah. Okay. Can't, can't is, read, is I this, can't read about myself in something. Is this one okay for you? Um, that's based, That's why I was putting it up there. Let's see. Uh, if not, I can poke around here and show you a couple of them. Dun, 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 dun. Let's see. I mean, this one's great for me. Okay. But <laughs> but no, but no, no, no. Show me. You have something else? Uh, I'm just saying, it's it's all like, Adam's great, great. <laughs> so it's like, I wouldn't pick that over the other one. If it's something a little bit more, more, uh, I don't know. Give, give me some meat on it. Um, oh, yeah. This one's much better. Where is it, though? Oh, it's in Mass. Okay, so it's not... I thought... Let's see. Uh, yeah. Let's try it. This one you're going to read, though, for sure. Okay. <laughs> uh, you don't have to read the whole... No, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Just, uh... I need a light for my flower room. Me and my brother had a fall, and I'm using two bedrooms at his place. 
my sister and her family needed a place to stay, so I had to figure out what to do. So we built a 10 by 10 shed on my old shed. Uh, I was diagnosed with ulcerative uh, uh, colitis. <coughs> I had my colon removed in 2010. I've been having problems ever since. I'm running uh, four old 315 CMH in fly room now. One of my bombs already died, so I only have three lights running now. I'm on disability and can't afford to replace it since having no harvest because I'm in and out of the hospitals. Uh, we are going to... All right. Yeah. That's got a lot better than the other one. Okay. It was like, Adam's great. Adam's best. <laughs> What's so bad about that? Just kidding. Uh, oh, wait. Um, okay. Well, here we go. All right. Dun, 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 dun. The big giveaway. Hello. Hey, hey, this is the Adam Dunn Show. Hey, Hi. what's up, Adam? How you doing? I was hoping. Uh, right, How you guys doing? Yeah, we well, we read part of uh, part of the, the thing that you sent us. And we were hoping that you knew the word of the week so we could go up, move ahead and go, go straight to the... Straight pride. to it. Um, <laughs> last week, I think, what was the Calvin or... No. Oh, uh, man. Um, I know the other one before was the, the PPF. Yeah, that was a couple uh, weeks ago, but... That was a couple of weeks ago. Oh, Maz, I can say that Maz Maz did throw it up there. Yeah, on it's, the, on the ins- oh, it's on the Instagram. Damn. It's on Illuminar's Instagram. It's the first post up there right <laughs> Illuminar now. Illuminar Instagram. We could stay on the clock for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> let you, let you, let you. I'll try to. Yeah. Check it. We're going to go break all the rules because it's the last last word of the week. Yeah, it's and, I-L-U-M-I-N-A-R. Yeah. And, you know, you got to check. That's yeah, all. I got some on, on my Instagram. Yeah, oh, cool. so they should have, and, you know, Maz, Maz laid it out, made it easy. Um, <laughs> this is like pressure, right? Yeah. I'm sorry. The pressure's on, my friend. Oh, Spectrum. Yeah. Oh, there we go. That Thanks to it. technology. Uh, ding, ding. It, it goes with all the other ones, with the of PPF, course. the Kelvin, and the Spectrum. Well, yeah, yeah. And, and you've got, and you miss the Spectrum, uh, what was the Spectrum somethingometer, some, something complicated. One that was way too complicated for me, even me. But uh, congratulations, Benji. Yeah, we read your thing, and it makes more sense, because we, you know, we're trying to get the right lights to the right people, and I think, yeah, a, three, I think I a new 315 with, in, your little, in your part will work great. Oh, thank you. Thank, thank you, guys. Thank you, man. Thanks for... Um, so you're, you're in Mass. There's only like three... Yeah, I'm in Massachusetts, yeah. There's only like three dispensaries there, right, that are open technically right now or something stupid like that? Yeah. There's um, one right down the street from me. Well, that's lucky uh, for you. <laughs> Out of the whole state. Here, yeah. It's like outrageous. Is it? I can't afford it. Yeah, no. that's, that's the problem, right? And uh, what, yeah. what, what's going on with the growing there? They're letting people kind of do like what you're doing, or is it kind of still going to be? Yeah, um, it's six plants or twelve if you, um, with like other adults, mm-hmm. you can grow up to. Gotcha. So twelve plants. And yeah, I mean that can, that can be you know if done right, it can be really well. It can do well, but it's possible, definitely. Um, well, Definitely cool. Is. I'm glad you can uh, get 
a little bit of extra action with these uh, Illuminar lights. And again, we're gonna go. Yeah. We're gonna be doing it monthly now. So now you just you just nailed it on the last week giveaway. Oh, so man, I boom! This. this is awesome. You just made my night. <laughs> yeah, well, good. <laughs> that's all, that's what we're here for. Um, but uh, cool. And, I'm in and out of the hospital. I was in there today. I got surgery again, and another next week. Um, yeah. Well, cool. I'll, uh, man, thank you guys. Thank you, man. Thank, uh, yeah, hang in there, and fucking good luck with everything. Because uh, you know we're we're uh, hoping to get the lights out to you as soon as possible. I think this is gonna right now. You're the last one that's gonna piss off Illuminar's <laughs> shipping because the shipping was going nuts. Because we got like guys in Scotland and guys Ooh. over here, and they're like yeah, they're like checking it out on the scale, and they're like this is gonna cost five hundred dollars to send. You know, it's like <laughs> it's, it's a little bit much. So awesome, man. I'm like put it on the yeah. slow boat. But uh, all right, well, thanks, man. We got we we got we got all the information, right? I just forwarded it off to Mez and uh, <coughs> okay, already been forwarded off, so you're good there. Yep. And uh, okay, thanks for listening to the show. Oh man, I love the show. <laughs> yeah, I, I love the show. You guys are great. You know, right on, everything man. you guys are doing. Hello. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Oh yeah, I th- I thought I lost you first. No, time. no, we're here. <laughs> we're giving you we're giving all you right. space. Yeah, man. Thank this you. Is great. All right, man. Thank you. Uh, dreams come true on the Adam Dunn show. Yeah, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to make the Illuminar, your yeah. Illuminar dreams come true. Thank you, bro. All right. Thank you again. All right. Peace. Peace out. See that? We're making it win. Well, you know, we had to, like, give him, give him the... He already had all the other ones. If he didn't have all the other ones, it would have been like, oh, you haven't been listening. But right, right, right. Yeah, he deserved it. He had the two yeah, of the yeah. of past ones. Two of the three. I didn't even remember those ones. Those were the older ones. I know, man. <laughs> so, See? I so, smoked them away already. Right. And that was the whole mm-hmm. thing. Is like I tried to explain that once you're in, you're in, and your stuff might come up at one point. So, Illuminar and ADS, making dreams come true. Making dreams come true on the ADS with Illuminar. Right? We have the, no, we definitely did. But now monthly, which is cool. And like I said, they're going to throw some swag in. can't believe I'm just eating fucking almonds. I don't give a fuck. Do it up. I'm fucking hungry as hell. But um, good job, guys. Hey, thanks for hanging in. Oh, yeah, Snarf. <laughs> that was the best one. That was the one. <laughs> Snarf. <laughs> that was a good one. Uh, Snarf. <laughs> but anyway, uh, next week... I think we're going to actually have some real proper uh, scheduling coming up soon because i got all these people hitting me up, and I'm trying to line them all up. And I'm doing what I always do, which is I just keep saying in the same time for everybody. So who knows? We either have the biggest show ever in July, or we're going to just spread it out amongst a few weeks. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I just keep forgetting. Oh, yeah, first week, second week, who knows? But, yeah, we got a few good shows coming up. So keep an eye out for those. And... Uh, Thank you, uh, Illuminar, again for hanging in there up to this point as far as weekly goes. But monthly, we can all rock that together and we can promote it well, which is good. And you guys got to go to Illuminar's uh, Instagram to get the word of the week each yeah. week. And, or, sorry, word of the month each month. See, I'm already. And then we're, we're still ex- accepting entries for it then? Of course. Okay, so yes. at info at Adam Dunn Show. Yes, right you in there. Write in what you need. Yep. Why you need it? Why you need a light? Yeah. Make it so Adam wants to read it. No. Yeah. yeah. Well, you'll yeah. always be. I mean, if I, because me, I'll yeah. pick anything. 
Oh no! Yeah, well, uh, he's gonna pass it by me, and I'm gonna tell him. Now like, I can pass it by but you. Could, but you could see that, yeah. But you could see that there was a much better call. Totally, man. Yeah, of course. I got you. Okay. Good, good win. Good win. Good. But in general, that'll be the that'll be like the uh, yeah, leave your phone number because that's what a lot of people forget. That's gonna be five weeks from now. Yeah. So it's five weeks away. But in between, we're gonna have uh, seats here now giveaway. We're gonna have a build a soil giveaway. We're gonna have a millennium giveaway. It's giveaway July. <laughs> Giveaway ever, forever. Forever, no. <laughs> I guess. I mean, I'm like, I just can't rotate it. Yeah. Giveaway forever. Yeah, I just keep, I mean, might as well. Maybe at least call somebody at the end of the show and get something. Something. So should all the contest ent- be for whatever? All the entries mm-hmm. will be for, oh, yeah, okay. Oh, no, they, well, the thing I is, no, the lights Sound. will be about lights. Okay, lights will be about lights. Seeds okay. will be about seeds. But okay, yeah. gotcha. Well, we got to do that. We're going to have to figure it out. We're going to have to figure out a better thing. Well, be all, all we might have to get a new email for just contests. <laughs> contests at Adam Dunn Show or something. Yeah. But we'll figure that out. Uh, shout out to my little son, Nick, who's going to turn seven tomorrow. I'm about to go home, and he's uh, he's coming tomorrow back from Grandma. So I'm going to have to have the whole place all set up. It's going to yeah. be crazy. It's going to be crazy. Awesome, man. Yeah. DJ, he's pretty much at now after the, his DJ set the, uh, at the party. Uh-huh. Everything. <laughs> it's like it's classically like pretty much from me. I'm like, yeah, I got myself. I, Nick's like mine, 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 mine. Of course, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure. Sure, sure kid, sure kid. That's funny. I'm poking around with buying a, a little controller or something to kind of dabble yeah. Yeah. again. Yeah. They're so cheap, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's yeah. I saw some for like two fifty. That would just yeah. suit my need. Just yeah, plug exactly. in the laptop. Boom. Exactly. <coughs> so, uh, like I said, congratulations to my little son, and of course, shout out to CC, my beautiful wife, for bringing Nick into the into the world. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, she's down working and the, the on the garden outdoors for food food garden, which is nice. Shout out to Ace. Shout out to everybody there. Shout out to all the sponsors shout out to the fucking chat gang everybody else thank you for listening and thank jessica of course for calling in and uh yeah next week like i said we're gonna start getting some good shit i think we'll have uh be talking about the uh version about the u.s virgin islands thing that i'll be going to and all you know what's happening out there take care thanks nice peace Every one of the top 40 records being played on every radio station in the United States is a communication to the children to take a trip, to cop out, to groove. The psychedelic checkers on the record albums have their own history. This is a special question. We don't want you to smoke genetically modified ganja. We want you to smoke the real thing. One of those from the natural herb. Some call it marijuana, some call it sensimedia, some call it lamb's bread, and some people call it... Gotcha.